think like ballpark. Yeah. Hundred grand for a kidney on the black market. Hundred grand is so much. Such a steal for a kidney. And listen, if you're a black market organ donor and or seller, uh, tell us if we're like on the mark here as to whether or not how much a kidney costs. Are you going to Google how much you can get? I'm going to Google it. Lock the doors because the FBI will be coming. There's actually no locks on either of these Um, doors, but I can slide against it. How much is a kidney? I would just say how much do organs sell for? Question mark. That's a way sketchier question than I was Absolutely, but listen, if you're looking at a whole body. How much do organs sell for in Korea? (laughs) Okay. Does Korea have a popping black market like... Patients, many of whom will go to China, India, or Pakistan for surgery, can pay up to Wait. 200K for kidneys. Oh, so they'll... Why would you outsource your kidney surgery? Kings who harvest organs from vulnerable sometimes for as little as 5K. Sounds like you're not making a great... Sounds like the markup no, is no, no, whack. No, no. If I'm going to China and I'm still spending $200,000 on a kidney... Yeah, that's for a kidney to I get better, one. I better be like... The, the seller might like <laughs> should be at least getting like 100 grand there. I wonder if it's just harder to get a kidney here. Here's what all your organs and parts are worth on nice. the black market. That's there the we article go. we need. Finally, here we go. Okay, kidneys, 200000 No way. Each? There's no... Oh, wait. You're, I didn't think about that. Approximately 200K. Most people who need a kidney transplant do Yeah, one kidney is 200K because you can't not have both, right? You can't not have... I mean, unless you want to do dialysis for the rest of your life. That's such a steal. No. I can't believe... It's not. I can't believe so many people have two kidneys. <laughs> 200,000. Why would you risk... Like, it, like, you can have two eyeballs and you're like, wow, I love having two eyeballs. Then you get a baseball to one of your eyes and you're like, cool, at least I can still see. If you go through kidney <laughs> failure and you lose the one kidney because you decided you wanted the lucid platinum mm-hmm. or lucid emerald or whatever the hell it's called. It's an electric car. It's very fast. It's very nice. What, what relatable you, content? What would you even spend two hundred grand on? If not, oh, I don't know, my blood being clean. Hey, guess what, bozo? You invest. You invest. You invest in your own black market trading deal. I invest in assassins. I invest in repo men to go steal more kidneys for me to sell. So you start. Yes. One kidney down. Yes. Two so that starts. I'm a man of the people. See, here's so here. that I'm in the nitty gritty of it. Okay. Well, absolutely. That's hands on experience. Yes. That's, you put that on the resume. You're like, have been. Yeah. I've been cut through open. it. Absolutely. I've been through it. That's and and that's very accurate. By the way, we got twenty dollars. Mm. I appreciate you guys. What's your guys' top five favorite anime? Ian, we'll get to that in a second. Thank you, Ian, for the twenty dollars. Very nice Thank of you. Thank you so much. We'll do that after. We'll do that after a cold open. That's actually that's actually a good draft. Um. Anyways. It's hands-on experience. Yeah. You got your resume all pat down. Uh-huh. Good for you. I yeah. appreciate I appreciate wanting to get your like your hands literally dirty with blood uh-huh. before starting an empire. Yes. Biggest problem here. What? You're assuming you wake up from the operation. Why wouldn't I wake up from because the operation? Because, oh man, hey, these are accredited I'll, black market doctors. Hey man, I'll sell you my kidney 200K. And they're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, we got to put you under for this though because we're cutting your fucking kidney out. And that, then boom, you have no heart. And it's cranked too and you're Jason Statham. That never occurred to me that they would just put you under... And, and take all the steal organs. Steal all your organs? Okay, I bring back up. I bring you. You come with me. Are you kidding me? We'll make all day of it. You're not oh, going to come with oh, me yeah, to my yeah, kidney yeah, transplant? Because, because I'm just like loaded with guns and I'd kung come, fu experience? I'd come with you to your tattoo getting. Why won't you come with me to get my kidney when taken and sold? have you ever been with me? When, when I got have you a, asked? My dude, I, I'd come. How many times? Ta- I haven't had that many tattoos recently. Wow, I'm following. I'm actually. Don't I'm actually, ask, please. It I'm, sounds not fun. It's like eight hours. <laughs> yeah, you would just you with your Steam Deck. Like, we done yeah. yet? <laughs> My I got reaction videos to video here. Come on. 
relax. I have to go pause and animate and make people upset. <laughs> I have to go. I have to go. I have to go watch Soul Eater six seconds at a time. Yeah, I was just gonna say. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, if you are a nice uh, organ donor, Danny wants two hundred thousand. If you, yeah. if you're like, a, if you're like a nice black market yeah. organ, if you're uh, one of the cool ones. Yeah. If you're, yeah. So, uh, Danny, Danny wants to get sedated and wake up with two hundred k. What about a liver? Do I need a liver? Uh, yeah, uh, you can cut off. Okay, so your liver regenerates. So you can oh, cut oh. off. You can cut off parts of your liver, but not. You can't lose the entire thing. Whoa. Yeah, your liver is like very regenerative. Whoa. So that's you could sell like half a liver, and they might be able to culture that into like a full liver for somebody else, but only if they're like a blood match for you. Look, I know you're gonna be a real bitch about this one. I know you're gonna be a real pussy about this. Try not to be. I swear to God, if you're like, oh, let's sell my heart. Do I need my heart? Uh, yes. One thousand percent. Like you have no idea. Like, okay, How what, much do you think a heart is worth? I'm going to say 600 grand. A hundred and nineteen thousand. Significantly less than a kidney. How is a heart less than a kidney? I think because they know people are less willing to do it. Because there's no market. Yeah, there's no market. There's no heart market. There's no, but we have, by the way, like for all of you out there who are currently being like, oh, what do I need? What do I not? Mm -hmm. We have no alternatives for hearts yet. We've tried putting pig hearts in people. They've lived for like three days. They die. Yep. We have artificial hearts. They last for like a day. They basically are only to like keep you alive until you get a heart in a heart transplant. Because for a heart transplant, they have to cut your heart out, put an artificial heart out. I actually know the guy who invented the artificial heart. He was my physics teacher in high school. And wow, it sounds like he wasn't very good at it, huh? He was great at it. He, well, he invented, one of the he invented one of the valves they use on the artificial mm -hmm. heart, and now he's, like, coasting off that money and just teaching. Super great guy. What Shout about out like, to Tom Flinders. What about, like, a... Uh you know, like a potato with a clock in it. They, they try that one? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, that's actually electricity. Mm. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. potatoes have a small amount of electricity yeah. right there. Uh, so, no. No, no that no, work. There's no alternatives to having a heart, <laughs> so you will not sell it. I you don't know. I think eyes, I sell for a, a good amount. You sell my heart? No, oh, eyes. 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 I yeah, like yeah. I'd sell I sell yours. Uh, corneas are 30K. That's not bad. That's not good. I mean, I listen, if there's one thing. If somebody was torturing me, and I don't I don't want to like give people advice on how to torture me, you go for my eyes, I'm giving up any information whatsoever. I yeah. love seeing. Yeah, I'm I such a big That's fan what I'm of saying. seeing. Wouldn't you want more money to I give it up? I would rather lose my hearing, my scent, yeah. sound, anything. Like any of, yeah. I'd rather lose my sense of touch yeah. than lose my sense of I like, agree. my eyesight. 30K is not enough for me. For and what? I'm, I'm ready to sell my kidney the second I leave here. Mm -hmm. One 200K eye. is too much money for a kidney. It's a bargain. I know. It's a good deal. For you? What are you, pro-capitalist here? Sort of, you pro -black yeah. Pro-black market here? assume that there's... Well, if, if, I can't imagine a kidney actually sells for 200K because if that was, like, real... People be hocking them that's left, right, and center. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Right, Why does everyone have so many goddamn kidneys? That's what I'm saying. If you're, if listen, if you're in debt, quit being a pussy. Yeah, I, like that. That's, You'll get over it. Well, that's what. Listen, <laughs> yeah. you, there's a clear avenue out. Yeah. Just go to the black market. It has a physical location. Yeah. Everybody knows where it is. It's behind Sprouts. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it took me a second to think about like a crunchy, <laughs> a crunchy grocery store. It's behind Sprouts. That's where the black market is. Find that a guy named Enrique and he'll cut your kidney out for 200 grand. That's why I don't respect today's lazy American youth. They're mm -hmm. all complaining. Capitalism. Nice. Cap nice. <laughs> it's about time we went on our white guy podcast arc. They're all like, capitalism is so bad. It's weighing me down. Politicians are all corrupt. Meanwhile, they don't want to work. They don't want to sell a kidney. They don't want to sell their bodies. Listen, I wake up at 4 a.m. every morning and sell a kidney. Yeah. You don't need sleep or kidneys. That's a capitalist lie to keep you down, propagated by the soy boy uh, beta males. Uh, amen. Amen, brother. God, amen. I'm so sick of these. 
soft boys getting pegged by their gamer girlfriends. Oh, you want a muscle mommy? I want my muscles cut out of me and sold on the black market. Well, you couldn't say that in this culture. I know. They want to cancel me, man. You you say what we're all thinking. I Listen, I'm sick of being the most repressed Mm -hmm. voice on the internet. Yeah. Sell your kidneys, pussies. Sell your kidneys. Danny Mata. Speaking of things that are on sale. Huh? Your other cold opening was about Macy's, Macy's what? Not, not a transition. They sell things. Speaking of turtles, Fuck, I said, Thanksgiving. I said, <laughs> like, what? Fuck, I should have said the black market was behind Macy's. It would have been such a good segue. Yeah, that would have been way better. God also Black it. Friday. Also, You black. think the black market has a banging Black Friday deal? Do you sell for less on Black Friday or do they buy for more? Or you buy oh. organs for less? Well, no, people buy stuff on the black market. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they sell for less. Does Silk Road still exist? I don't think it does. Um, where you should buy drugs online. And guns. Yeah, you could drugs just, and guns. There was just like, there was a time you could Explain go to Explain briefly Sil- what Silk Road is. Uh, yeah. For those of you who aren't old enough, uh, that is, I, I feel like I feel like if you're over 23, you know what Silk Road is. Under it's 23. It's a window, though. Yeah, no yeah. one who's 40 knows what Silk Road uh, is. Yeah, so I'd say, I'd say 29... 29 to 22 currently probably knows what Silk Road is. Yeah. There was a time uh, in the early, like in the early nascent periods of like the real black market, which was on the internet. You yeah, the, the dark brow- web. The dark web. You yeah. need an onion browser to get there. This is like before the dark web got commoditized and it was like still unknown. The FBI didn't know how to get there. And those dumb liberal snowflakes yeah, got they, their mix they, on Oh, it. and then they put a Starbucks on the <laughs> Silk Road and rent went up. Uh, and so anyways, there was a website on the dark web called the Silk Road. And in the Silk Road, you could buy acid, cocaine, weed, ecstasy, any drug you ever wanted in the history of drugs. But there was also a subsection of the Silk Road called the Armory, where you could buy weapons, real-life weapons. That part got shut down pretty quickly because they were like, wow, finding, like, sending a gun through UPS, not great. The problem with Silk Road is if you put your real address and your real name on anything— they intercept the package. Guess is going to jail yeah. for ordering a kilo of coke off the internet. I like how you're like, that's the problem with oh, the Silk yeah. Road. Yeah, well, like that, you know, that and like the massive like yeah. children getting that their hands on its existence. Yeah, yeah. like also like children getting their hands on drugs. Mm. Um, definitely never yeah. used it. Yeah, this guy. Have you? Oh yeah. Whoa! I took acid off the Silk Road Whoa, in college. You would actually buy stuff off that. It wasn't me, but my buddy was like, "Yeah, we ordered we ordered a bunch of acid off the Silk Road." And I was Whoa. like, "Fuck yeah, it's my buddy's twenty second birthday. That's, let's do it." That's like rule one of using the dark web is you don't actually use the, the dark, dark web. web. Wasn't me, you psychopath. I simply was. I simply was handed. It was. It was given that to friend, me by like, extension. Show up every time with like one less finger. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Yeah, here we go. I got the acid." He was like, "Yeah, I just got a bunch of Bitcoin. I just been, right. I just been buying drugs with it." And I was, yeah. I was like, "Fucking do it." Don't ask about my mittens also before <laughs> weed was legalized yep. in uh in massachusetts my buddy had this one guy who was like there was like this underground weed delivery system uh-huh. and he would just they would give you an easter egg filled with weed <laughs> the easter man would show up and like, like but he would come to your house and drop off a little egg and there'd whoa. be weed in it whoa yeah it was wild time that's terrifying but also we got legalized in boston in massachusetts while i was in college so Ooh, things, making drugs lame oh my grandfather <laughs> spent millions of dollars to get weed legalized in america <laughs> it's actually true um Thanksgiving Day, mm-hmm. Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, or as I call it, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Tournament. Every year, Macy's holds a tournament on Thanksgiving where they invite the world's top fighters. I'm talking Snoopy. I'm talking Pikachu. I'm talking most Power Rangers and Goku. Goku's been showing up since 2018. Pikachu's been showing up since 2001. Snoopy has been the reigning champion since 1973. We've been doing we've been doing that parade that long since 1923. We've been we, doing the parade. They had balloons in 1923. Oh yeah, 
I mean, it might have just been like a couple people with a little balloon. They had balloons and they still balloons. went through the depression? Yeah. But the, I know. Why didn't they look at a balloon? Yeah, smile. Smile. Smile a little bit. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, you know what? The greatest generation, that's where the soy boy beta male yeah. problem started. The Macy's Day tournament is truly, genuinely our planet's proudest tournament. Okay. This year, I can't believe you haven't heard of this. This year- I mean, I've heard of the Macy Day's Thanksgiving well, I can't believe you haven't heard of what I'm about to say. Gotcha. This year, Luffy showed up. Crazy. Luffy entered the tournament. Gear five? Gear three. That was his mistake. What are we doing here? Makes it around five or six blocks. Pops. Pops. What a yeah. pussy. What a pussy. What a bitch. Pikachu never popped. Snoopy never, never popped. Goku hasn't popped yet. Here's the thing. In Luffy's defense... Rookie mistakes were made. Mm-hmm. Goku showed up, Super Saiyan Blue. Snoopy was in his, uh, like, dog scout yep. form. Um, Pikachu brought Eevee this year. Competition was tough. I just think, you gotta understand, though, heading into a competition like this, you gotta bring your best from the opening. If you're yeah. like, oh, I'm gonna play myself into shape, I'm gonna get warm as the tournament goes on. No. no. You gotta no. warm up before. You gotta get into a couple of smaller tournaments leading up to the Macy's yeah. Day Parade. And you just didn't know that. That's so funny because that is how anime handles tournaments. Oh, yeah. They always like, they're like, I'll warm up the first couple rounds. Yeah. Bitch, they're all trying hard. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. They don't send you the weak guys in the beginning on purpose. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like, oh, I'll just, I'll just roll out of bed and just yeah. hop into this tournament. No. Yeah. It's also like it's such a thing in anime where they're like, oh, I, I can't use my strongest move yet. Yeah. They're like, I'll get tired. Not me. Yeah, just uh, do it. I just do it. Yeah, it's like it's like it's Ichigo to a T, yeah. where he's like, "Oh, I can't use my Bankai form for longer than five minutes. I have to be Okiora and Grimjow with like yeah. my regular form." And then he's like trying to beat all these wrong like wrong cars, like like lower rank wrong cars yeah. whose names I'm forgetting right now. They're like the 100 numbers, and he's like, "I can't use my strongest form." And he's just like for 30 episodes getting the shit kicked out of him. <laughs> and he's like, "All right, fine, yeah. I'll use my strongest mode." And then he uses his strongest mode and wins in like three minutes. And I was like, "Yeah." Open with that. Yeah, clean these guys up. Wait while the other, like, recharge while the other contestants are fighting. Yeah. Do it again. Yeah. Um, but so I made a video about this, Naturally. breaking this news, saying how it definitively proves that Luffy is the weakest uh, Shonen MC. Absolutely. Because he, he lost the tournament. Yeah. What other method do we have of power scaling than an actual tournament. Oh, you want me to watch the fake show? Yeah. I'm sorry. We bring these characters to life for one day yeah. in one day alone a year. <laughs> and if they can't perform under those circumstances, what kind of resume yeah. are we talking about what here? What is weakness if not that? Exactly. So I made this video and I'm like, you know, I'm like, Luffy's the weakest MC. His, he lost the tournament. Yeah. I explained the balloon situation. The comments were not having Did it. Did not pass we're the not vibe check at all. Yeah. <laughs> I got... Bro, it's a balloon. Like, calm down. Uh, motherfuckers be using any excuse to call an anime character weak. Um, I got a lot of bro saying that Luffy is a balloon is weak. No shit, Sherlock. It's a balloon. <laughs> I just like, I, like, you have to. They're you, so childish. It's a balloon. I know. Like, I do know it's a balloon. You're generally right? you're just like, oh my God, Luffy? Yeah. Look, he's way bigger than <laughs> yeah, I thought he would like, be. Yeah. Why are people holding him? Actually, why is he in New York? Yeah. Run, Luffy. Run. I popped him. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's like BB gunning him. You're yeah. like, I'm about to I'm about to prove you're the weakest show to an MC. Yeah. I'm about to shake this bitch Luffy. Down. Yeah. <laughs> What's it me? I'm a patsy. I'm a patsy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like so there's so much discourse in the comments that I jokingly was like 
I wonder if this would happen. Like in my mind, I was like, I wonder if people would be upset about this. <clears throat> They were. Oh boy. Yeah. Welcome to every day of my life. Yeah. You make a you make a silly little joke and people just like somehow just don't get it. It's like, have you heard? It's have so you heard funny. humor? It's so funny. Like, they haven't. Your, it, like, is this your first trip of like somebody like say like they're Drax? They're literally Drax. They're like, what do you, what do you mean by that? Imagine being a One Piece fan and not knowing humor. Yeah. Imagine. It's like <laughs> half of the show. Yeah. Like anytime Luffy's not running after a villain or actively in like after like battling against them, he's. A walking he's, shtick. Yeah, he's making bits. He's, he's doing, doing goofs. He's a huge bits guy. Yeah, absolutely yeah. insane. So, um, I think Snoopy won again. He was in his dog scout. Uh, Wait, form. so they actually vote? No, they don't vote. Oh, okay. I was gonna say. <laughs> I was like, I, I mean, that, would, that, would, that would kind of makes sense. That'd be vote hype. Be, vote on the cool. best balloon. No, but Luffy, Luffy popping was like unbelievably exciting mm-hmm. uh, for me, and I hope the power scaling community. Oh, I'm, and I'm sure. Listen, if you understand that balloons aren't actually a representation of your character's favorite strength, then congratulations. One, you're emotionally like available and adjusted. Yeah. And two, uh, you can now go yell about how Wano is the strongest version of any MC character ever. So yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be bringing this up anytime somebody power scales Luffy, though. Oh, yeah. Anytime. You're like, I'm gonna um, be like, remember the balloon? So Gear 5 does give him Toon Force, why did he pop at yeah. Macy's Day? Oh my God, you'll drive them up a wall. Yeah. And just be dead serious about it. Like get into lives on TikTok where people are like screaming at each other about yeah. the size of the One Piece planet <laughs> yeah. and how it makes characters three times stronger from the Naruto world because Whoa. the Naruto world's, yeah, because gravity. Because gravity. Because gravity or that's, some shit. That's Dragon Ball logic. Because that's how far we've come yeah. apparently. Uh, and so just be like, yeah, yeah. How many of these MCs yeah. have popped at Macy's Day Parade? Yeah. And just scream. How many How many MCs could beat Tree Coon? Because a tree took him down. Was it actually That's what a tree? happened. He ran into a tree. That's why I want next year. What? I want him come gear five or gear four. Next year's gear four, then gear five. And by the time he gets to gear five, I want them to just like bulldoze through Madison's or not Madison, um, C- Central Park. Just bulldoze through Central Park, take down every tree with this reinforced like tire rubber Luffy. You know what we have to do? What? It's now become our moral obligation. <laughs> to shoot Luffy down every year. <laughs> yeah, we have to yeah. we have to be the motherfuckers. I'm going to be there with a crossbow. Yeah, yeah. Just, and just run, and just run. Just like have a flight a half hour after you fire your shot yeah. and just get straight to JFK. Yeah. Oh my God, it's JFK. called JFK. Yeah. That's, that's why they call it that, because you can lickety split out of there right. the second I, you assassinate listen, technically, someone. Technically, technically, right? If we were to try and Technically, we're joking. Technically, yeah, listen, I cannot tell yeah. you to kill the president of the United States. Can't do it. But. Yeah, but. If it were to happen. If it were to happen, the best shot would be from here. Yeah. Uh, so we're not we're not galvanizing you guys to shoot Luffy down every single year. But, but if you were going to do it, a crossbow would do the job and it's silent and basically yeah. untraceable. But if you're a real Dragon Ball fan, mm-hmm. you would. Yeah. You would do it. I'm not like, listen, I'm not trying to say like if Goku runs a train on like, like absolutely has a legacy of mm-hmm. never popping. Yeah. But Luffy does. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Tune Force where? Yeah, Especially Tune Force Gear Five. Yeah, fucking solos. Like, I'm just that, that's what I want. I want at the end of the parade because uh-huh. why not do this? What safety? Yeah. Fuck off, pussies. Yeah, all, right? all these two kidney pussies mm-hmm. at the end of the parade have a kidney donation center. No, oh. donation. 200 grand a pop. It's Thanksgiving. And you're giving these away. Be thankful. No chance. Okay. Um, at the end of the parade, ha- keep all the balloons inflated. Do a literal tournament. You have like 90, it takes 90 people to control these things. 90? I did so much research. All the dates I gave you were real about the balloons. That's wild. Um, 
It takes 90 You're people. You're power scaling balloons. I you am. become the thing you hate. That's what I become the thing you hate. I, you become I me. Don't, I don't mind <laughs> power scaling. Which is actually accurate. Yeah. I. It takes 90 people to control a balloon. I want at the end of the parade, you get 90 people on one balloon, 90 on the other, and they just sprint at each other. And whichever balloon comes down first. Or up. Comes up? Well, it's because like, not, well, so 90 people are sprinting at 90 yeah. people. Oh, and there's they also lose a fight. track there, and it goes flying? There's also a fight on the bottom layer. And then you get three <laughs> dudes who are trying to hold on Goku yeah. and they just fly away. You have a crossbowman for I, that. That would be, case. that would be all. Yeah, just like, get him down, get him down. <laughs> get him down That's where we he come in. the satellite. <laughs> <laughs> just like we're just like in LA, just like is that fucking Luffy? Like, Help! <laughs> we filled it with really good helium. Yeah, everyone away from the space needle. <laughs> oh, or aim for the space needle. Yeah, aim yeah. for the space needle. As well as you have a battle on the bottom floor and the top floor. What you do though? Yeah. You give the you give the balloons knives. You give the balloons knives. Yeah, you ever like, seen- or a big joust thing. Yes. Yeah, a big javelin. That would be fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, Macy, oh, would they, would they holding on to these balloons to save them for next year. Yeah, I think. Oh, <laughs> just patch it. Yeah. Literally, just put a patch on it. Like, what are we talking about here? Yeah. So, uh, long story short, uh, Luffy is the weakest MC in the history of MCs. Yeah. Agree. Proven. His abilities are balloon based. You would Literally think if anybody proven. would figure it out. It would yeah. be Luffy, but you, you would think. What a you pussy. think he'd be prepared specifically? Don't watch One Piece. Actually, you know what? Yeah. Don't even watch One Piece. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of time. At any moment, a tree could fuck up Luffy. At any moment, the show could be over. Genuinely, yeah. wh- like what's worth watching from that? Future Nick here to let you all know that me and Danny have created a Patreon, a Doctor's Anonymous Patreon, where you can get two additional videos from me and Danny every single month. Yes, that's at least two extra hours of Nick and Danny time every single month. Now, throughout this episode, there's going to be a couple of times where me and Danny talk about this Patreon. However, what me and Danny didn't know about Patreon versus YouTube memberships, as, you know, we were talking on the podcast, is that the split between Patreon and YouTube memberships are drastically different. See, YouTube takes about 30% of all money made through memberships. Well, Patreon takes about... 8%. And since we want your hard-earned support dollars coming to me and Danny and not the pockets of billion-dollar conglomerates, we are currently in the process of trying to figure out how to live stream on Patreon, as opposed to YouTube membership. But don't freak out if you have YouTube memberships. We're not going anywhere anytime soon. In fact, we're not even trying a live stream on Patreon for at least a month. See, figuring out a members-only stream on YouTube really easy. Neither me nor Danny have ever tried to live stream on Patreon. However, as we were recording the podcast just yesterday, many people resubscribed as YouTube members, and we want to make sure that those people aren't swindled out of their money. But this also isn't to say that we're dropping YouTube memberships, as the plan had always been to post the additional content to both YouTube members and Patreon members, with the one difference being wherever we live stream to. And while the original plan was to stream to YouTube members and just keep the videos over on Patreon, because the splits, me and Danny have more decided that Patreon would be better for us and you. And actually, mid-filming this video, I figured out how to live stream on Patreon. It's very easy. So in close to one month's time, we're going to try a live stream over there. And if it works, we'll slowly begin to migrate our live streams to Patreon. Now, if we can do a way to do live streams on both YouTube memberships and Patreon, lovely. But once again, we're incredibly thankful for any support you decide to give us. So we want to make sure that the money you decide to support us with isn't going into the pockets of some of the biggest companies on earth. Listen, the CEO of Patreon is a close personal friend. He doesn't need more money. I know he's not watching this, but Sam, if you are, you know that's true. So keep in mind when I said when younger Nick is spouting his mouth about YouTube memberships and Patreon. Bye. Speaking of shows being over, we'll get into it later. Uh, Hunter you- Hunter. 
Hunter Hunter. Yeah, the ending. Yeah, it's just super my flashback. But oh, yeah. What are you eating? Go on. Is that a honey stick? Go on. Is that for your throat? It's just you know nutrients. Where does <laughs> nutrients? Do you know? Top of your head. Mm -hmm. What nutrients are in honey? Vitamin B. Bees. <laughs> 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 That was. Here's the, thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. One, I don't know what vitamins are in it. Genuinely, I'm willing to give you that one. Thank that you. was. That was quick. That Thanks. was very good. It's literally just sugar, but I, I do. That was awesome. I love that. Thanks. All right, uh, let's get into what we're talking about this week. A lot happened this week. Uh, me and Danny decided to split off and watch some separate things this week. Mm -hmm. Danny watched Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. I watched Blue Eyed Samurai. Yeah. Do we want to get into our alternative watches first? Sure. Tell uh, me about Blue Blue Eyes. I was called it Blue Lock Samurai. Blue Lock Samurai. Yeah, yeah it's just, they just give everybody a sword. Yeah, yeah. a lot less people are dropping out. It, it's the same show, but at the end, they have some shogun coming. Yeah, he's just behead just every member. Soggy, yeah. That uh, would be, listen, it would be like Squid Games, but soccer. Yeah. If you get dropped out, you just get fucking killed. Yeah. That'd be pretty That'd be good. Right. We That'd should be make, cool. We should make blue-eyed, blue-locked samurai. Blue-eyed, white-locked samurai. samurai. yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then there's trap cards everywhere. A lot of people want it to be the Hunger Games. And by a lot of people, I mean I heard Trash Taste say it once. Mm -hmm. But, like... That I, I know. I love I know. us hopping on trash takes like takes with like just watching the TikToks. I know. Because we don't watch their actual podcast and we're like, <laughs> oh, they hate Chainsaw Man. It's I like know. actually they don't. I just saw a TikTok where the redheaded guy was like, I know. <laughs> what the redheaded one? The only white dude? Yeah. Connor. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha, yeah, yeah. Um nice. See where we know them. Yeah, yeah. Um where he was just like I wish Blue Lock, I wish they died at the end. That would be sick. And I was like, I get it. Oh, for I sure. I understand. My They're roommate Josh characters. also feels that way, but. That would be wild. They'd be like, oh, yeah, it's like Chigiri, no, pass it. And he like retears his ACL. Yeah. That dude just comes out like he's putting a horse down. <laughs> and he like, he just, Chigiri's just like crawling. No, I can play. I can play. <laughs> I can still do headers. I can still. <laughs> yeah, that would be sick. Yeah. But tell me about Blue Eyed Samurai. Wait, so, Blue Samurai. Blue Eyed Samurai, you're right. Okay, Blue Eyed um, Samurai. Be first and foremost. Yeah. The thing that made me be like, maybe I won't check this out. The animation. Okay. How is it? Okay. Because it's weird. It's like. It's not actually. It's oh, like, yeah? all right. So the animation is like kind of like that 2D, like that classic 2D style where it's like, I don't know. It's like, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. It's like Overwatchy, I guess, where mm -hmm. you're like, oh, it's like not real, but it's yeah. like very much cartoony. You know, it's like Arcane. I would say it's less stylistic than mm -hmm. Arcane. But so it's like, it's not quite Castlevania because mm -hmm. Castlevania is like, like motion blur, like very much like pastels. It's like rounded 3D animation yeah. that isn't necessarily stylistic, but looks really good. It looks like from what I saw, mm -hmm. and this isn't intended to be an insult. It looks like Disney's wish. Have you seen trailers for that? The uh, most recent movie yeah, they made? Yeah, I heard yeah. it was okay, but no, I haven't seen it. I mean, visually, it's like, yeah, yeah it looks like. CG characters with drawn outlines. Maybe I feel like the the closest facsimile in anime is probably something like Gantz. Oh okay. um, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. we're it's like a 3D animation, but like everybody has like anime proportions, but right. not even really because like it's actually very realistic, like with their faces and all that. Like mm -hmm. the eyes are very realistic right. and stuff like that, and that's like because the entire show is built around like the eyes and all that. Right. So basically, it's about a time in like Japan. I think it's like during the Edo period. Mm -hmm. um, it is during the Edo period when there was only like four white men in Japan, and this is because there was a time in Japan where white people weren't allowed to be there. So wow. white people had tried. Like, I think in, like, the 1700s to colonialize Japan, to, like, come in as, like, missionaries and mm. spread Christianity. And so the shogunate 
drove out all white people, burned down their churches. We're like, no, Christianity's not allowed here. So okay. like there, was a, there was a couple, like a hundred or so years when white people were just not allowed in Japan. Wow. Uh, yeah, they, they did very good at keeping the white yeah, people Yeah, it's out. probably for the best. So they went to Korea, and <laughs> yeah. that's why Korea is like heavily Christian. Uh, that's actually real. But in Japan during this period, like, so if you ever like were a product, if you were half white, if you ever uh-huh. like a product of a, like an Asian woman or an Asian man and a white woman, something right. like that, uh, then you were considered like an onryo, which is like basically like a devil. Uh, Whoa. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you were like. Is that spit. what Onryo means or does Onryo no. mean devil? De- Onryo means devil. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I thought that because I've heard Onryo before. Yeah, yeah. It'd be cool if that was the term for like muggle human. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, so like, it's like it's like they because of their faces and like yeah. they're like half white proportions and like having like different colored eyes. They yeah. were considered like, oh, your eyes look like you're an Onryo. Gotcha. Uh, so. That one of the main character is a product of a like a white man and an Asian woman, uh, and so she. But everyone thinks uh, that she is a he because she like binds her chest and pretends right. to be a set. Well, not pretend. She is, is this, very much is, is this a Moana? Sort of. Yeah. Okay. Um. But wait, Moana. Milan. No, not Moana. There we go. You knew what I meant. Uh, I knew what you were yeah. going for here. But this Japanese. Yeah, yeah, Milan is very Chinese. Yeah, this is like Tangled, right? Yeah, this is this, like, it's uh, like- <laughs> Frozen, right? Yeah. Is, yeah, I know women. Yeah. I know women and things. Yeah. Uh, so she is a samurai looking yeah. to kill all four of the white men because like all four of the white wow. men in Japan were somehow tied tangentially like into her mother's death or into her creation or something like that. So basically wow. the, the entire show is like, a hate crime of sorts, right, yeah. you know, but like, you're like, fuck yeah, get those white yeah. people, fucking kill them all. Couldn't make that today. Couldn't make it one, the white man taking down the only four Japanese people. I'm just so sick of yeah. being prosecuted and like shows like Blue Eye Samurai, like really speak to the fact oh, that yeah. the white man is the most prosecuted subgroup of people on earth. My dude, you're sick of being prosecuted. I'm sick of being prostituted. I, These liberals got me out here working. They got I, me out here selling my body. I don't know how it happened. I'm in a <laughs> miniskirt and high pumps every Saturday night on a block that I don't yeah. quite remember how I got there. They said I gotta be a they and I'm like who are you then? They taught me how to talk. I actually kind of like how it feels but I don't like how it makes me feel inside. Yeah, I've been shaving my legs. Feels good. Feels great. Wearing heels. Kind of love it. I met a Fuck man named liberals. Andrew. He loves me so tenderly. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure if the wife I have is the woman for me. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, liberals are the problem. Anyways, uh-huh. so this samurai is trying to kill like the four yeah. white men in Japan and the fight scenes are sick. Um, there are so many. Listen, listen, yeah. listen, 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 listen. It's like a JJK. No, 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 Let's go. Let's go. Let's, so, Let's go. Listen, listen. Uh, as a counterpoint, yo. Also, a fair amount of animated peepees. Yo, I'll drink to that, brother. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, there's another one. I'll drink to that, brother. How many do you have? <laughs> oh my god, I gave you a pop tart. I'll drink to that, brother. Yeah, you will. Yeah, slurp. come on, have one with me. Oh, oh. all right. Well, uh, this is a. Uh, Let's go, this baby. Is, this is brought to you by our official, our official sponsor, bees. No. <laughs> no, there's a technique to it. Hold on, don't break your teeth. What are you doing? Oh no. I mean, why is it? Oh no, Nick ripped it off. How do you do that? I have a technique. So there's like, you know, it's pinched at the top. We're drinking honey sticks right now. Mm -hmm. It's pinched at the top. You put it in your mouth like vertically so that the line goes like up. Mm. And you just pull back and your teeth like pop it open. Yeah, that shouldn't This is a very roundabout way to say that Danny's better at cunnilingus than I am. Oh yeah, you use the tongue. Oh, you use, oh, you, you. You write out the letters. Mm-hmm. You write out the letters. You go through the whole alphabet. The problem is every A t- and then B and then it opens. And then you and then because you remember. B. Oh, <laughs> it's a short little trip yeah, there. There we go. All right. So blue eyes. I'm right. Back yeah. to that. 
Uh, it's a classic revenge story. Uh, had a Rock Lee drop the weights moment where she like wears weights uh, and like a guy's like beating her ass and she's like, all right, I'll take my weights off. And then she kicks his ass. Uh, so she's like- That's always hype. She basically like, she stumbles into this blind sword maker's um, place. He can't see that she's a demon. Mm-hmm. He's super nice to her. He's the first person that's ever nice to her. He calls her the sword father. Uh, so it's like her revenge story, like trying to kill all these people. And like now she's kind of entangled with this guy who's trying to kill her and the guy who's trying to kill her just got like kidnapped and all that. Animation is really good. Storytelling's really good. Pacing's really good. Fights are really cool. A lot of boobs, a lot of pee-pees, a lot of pubes. There's Whoa. a whole scene where an entire village gets naked and jumps into the water. And I was like, Whoa. oh, they're probably gonna like tastefully animate around like all the dicks and boobs. Uh, nope. No, full I, bush. Just like watching dicks <laughs> jingle as they run into the water. It was crazy. I respect a penis in media Mm -hmm. because it's like in, in like a, in an almost, this is the most soy boy thing I'll ever say Uh in like an almost feminist way. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Oh, we're seeing all these boobs all the time. We're seeing all this like pussy sometimes. Oh yeah. Why, why are we afraid when we have like, when it's R for nudity, why is there no dick? Seeing a full bore vagina in a movie always catches me like, by it like, is surprise. It is shocking, for sure. Like seeing Jennifer Lawrence like full pussy in, like, <laughs> in, in her yeah. most recent movie, yeah. I was like, oh, Jesus, okay. And then she suplexes a guy with that pussy. With that pussy. <laughs> there's a full like step difference for yeah. me between like, oh, my boobies. And I'm like, yeah. is that a fucking vagina? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what? But that's why like, I forget, there was like a video game. I think it was like the Order 1880 whatever. Do you remember mm-hmm. that? Nope. There's just a full-on schlong at one point in the game. And I'm like, ooh, we're we're pushing boundaries here. All right. I love that. It's like, you're like- I fighting. mean, Baldur's Gate did it. Baldur's Gate did do it. Yeah. And I was like, nice, good for them. If I can like make my female characters naked- you better not have like permanent. Oh, I thought you were gonna say if I can make my female characters have a penis, which is what I did. Yeah, you did. Oh yeah, <laughs> you I certainly did. Movies and penis. That's a that's a winning combo. <laughs> winning combo. But it's like yeah, like I'm seeing like all these nude women for equality's sake. Give me nude men. Mm-hmm. Just go. Cool. Also, not even that, but in like The Witcher and stuff, when there's like nude monsters, I hate when they're Ken dolls. Like, give a monster like. A loincloth oh, or a dick. I was gonna say a laughably large penis. Just give him a penis. Yeah. Dante, I, I don't know why I know. I know every video game that's ever had a penis mm-hmm. in it. Dante's <laughs> Inferno. <laughs> I feel like you've been waiting for this topic to come up. My Finally. hands are covered in honey. Finally. I feel like a fucking bear. Hey, amen to that, brother. <laughs> uh, salute. <laughs> They're in your sleeve. <laughs> what the fuck? How many are in there? Is this why you couldn't take your sweater off? I was like, Danny, before the podcast started, was like, I, I was like, he was like, I am so hot. And I was like, take your fucking knit sweater off. And he's like, he's like, I, he's like, I can't do it. I can't do it. Little <laughs> did I know, he's fucking Ezio over here slipping secret blades of honey out of his fucking. I'm wired. I am buzzing. No pun intended. I am buzzing right now. I've had three honey sticks and a pop tart for breakfast. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, this is also the earliest we've ever filmed the podcast because I have to be in the kitchen bussing ass for four hours today. Dude, my spine hurts. <laughs> um, my spine is vibrating. What does that mean? Um, but anyway, in the game Dante's Inferno, at the end you fight Satan because you're going through the rings of hell. Yeah. Huge slong. And you would hope so. Ginormous goat dick. Was there? Oh. He's like, he's like a big satyr, and he's yeah. got this big thing sloshing about. Does he attack you with it? No. <laughs> okay, that's mm, it's no. a big, big separation there between, you know, penis monster and penis monster. You know what, though? That game 
would blow your mind. That would fucking that would no pun intended. Make, that would make it clutch your little pearls. Uh -huh. There are women monsters. There's a female boss whose nipples are mouths. Like you see her full breasted. She has mouth nipples and they spew out like bees. Hey, amen to that, huh? <laughs> and they spew out Please little bees. Please don't give me another one. Please. <laughs> they, they My <laughs> hands are so sticky. <laughs> they spew out little bees. It's five. Five honey sticks. <laughs> they spew out bees and they attack you. And there's also women uh, enemies who like. I did it. Let's go. It's way better that way. Mm -hmm. It's also women enemies do like a crab stand and a big like phallic like tentacle arm comes out of their vagina and attacks you. See, that doesn't sound like hell to me. Yeah. That sounds like heaven. That sounds like, listen, listen, that sounds like heaven. Bees? Bee titties? That sounds, listen, talk about a bee cup, am I right? Yeah, hell yeah. Hey, oh. amen to that, brother. <laughs> please <Amen>. stop. <laughs> stop making me, please. please stop. Stop making me. You said bees once, and I was like, I have to let it slide. I'm not done with my current stick. <laughs> anyway, no, keep talking about the show, though, because that, that sounds so interesting. Mm. Like, genuinely, the I want to watch it The only problem out. with the show mm -hmm. is that, like, everybody speaks English. It's made by an American company, so, like, there's not mm. even a Japanese dub to it. Like, there's no Japanese dub. And some people have, like, a traditional Japanese accent. Not like a... Tri do it, do it. That'd be the best way to convey. So you, you know, you, you know, they're like, ah, my katana, gabogoo, you know. So, so, uh, but some people have like, you know, a Japanese accent, and then other dudes are just like, hey man, where's your sword? And I'm like, what is the like, what like, stick to stick to either like the tri city, the tri city accent, or like Japanese. What are we doing here? Because like the main character is voiced by the ca the cast is actually kind of crazy. Mm -hmm. The main character is voiced by um oh wait no I'm mixing up Scott Pilgrim I think wait am I mixing up Scott Pilgrim? No I'm not. Uh, London Tipton plays a princess in it. Oh uh, I forget her name. Wait. Oh, are you sure? A thousand percent. She plays a Kemi. Crazy. Um, um, I do not remember her name. Brenda Song. Brenda Song, yes. Mm -hmm. um, who is the old Asian dude from Star Trek? George Takai. George Takai. George Takai plays a guy named by uh, Seki. Randall Park is like kind of the bad guy. Mm -hmm. uh, he's Heji Shindo. Uh, and then I don't know, like Darren Barnett plays Tygen, who's an important character. Uh, but that's basically the only other person that How I know. How do you feel about all-star casts and animated shows? I would be more upset about it if they weren't good at it. Like, obviously, all right, we have we have voice actor friends. Yeah. Like, we have a lot of voice actor friends. Like, obviously, like, Michaela mm -hmm. would feel much different about this than, like, than we feel about it. Because, like, here's the thing. Obviously, The Boy and the Herod is coming out. Mm -hmm. And it's an all-stars, all, like, yeah. if that cast existed in an actual movie, you'd be like, oh, my God, I need to see that yeah. expeditiously. Yeah. But the problem is voice actors who have, like, committed their entire role to not being seen. They're like, right. oh, my voice, I can, I can... I can modulate. I can do all these kinds of things. Like then, yeah, like you have every right to be upset about like, I, I guess who's, who's, uh, who's Luke. Um, Mark Hamill. You can't even be upset about Mark Hamill because like, he's he, just a voice actor now. Yeah. He's yeah. Like, also fucking incredible at yeah. it. But then like you look at people like Batman, um, Christian Bale. Chris, no other one. <laughs> Robert Pattinson. There's a Robert both Pattinson. in the film. Yeah, I know. We're like both also incredible at it, but like mm -hmm. are kind of new to voice acting. Yeah. Like Christian Bale's been doing it for a long time. Christian but, Bale did it once yeah, and but, he was okay in Howl. How he's incredible as Howl. He's just like, you know, has to be smooth. His, there's no like bit that like if there, he was yeah. nominated for an Oscar, I'd be like, oh, put that bit up there. That's fair. 
He just has a very soothing yeah. voice. Yeah, Howard. he's just soothing. But he's Robert Howard. Pattinson, it seems to be fucking killing like it in that trailer. Yeah. yeah, like he's, yeah, like hitting voices that you would never assume that Robert Pattinson would have the ability to hit. So like, my problem is it. My problem isn't with like like rock star casts that are good at it. My problem is with Chris Pratt. Like the Chris Pratt's where he's like, oh, I'm Garfield. Yeah. And everyone's like, please. Yeah. Like there's people out there who like could do Garfield's voice to a fucking T. Yeah. And they're just like, I don't know. People watch Chris Pratt. And, is it? and the thing is, the unfortunate thing is it worked. Because yeah. he keeps getting these massive IPs to be the voice actor for because he was in Super Mario and now he's yeah. in Garfield. And people are going to go because they're like, oh my God, I love this IP. I mean, I don't know if people feel that way about Garfield. But like, yeah. like it worked for like Super Mario made $1.3 billion. So everyone's yeah. like, oh wow, must have been Chris Pratt. It wasn't. People wanted to see a Mario movie. Yeah, I love that Chris Pratt got Garfield also. Like, the studios must have been like, oh, we'll fucking show him. Oh, like, we'll oh, show him. Oh, you thought he should have done an Italian accent yeah. for Mario? Wait until we make him a cat. He's a better Garfield than he is Mario. I'll give him that in the trailer. I don't know if you watched the trailer. Mm -hmm. Not a terrible Garfield. Yeah. Terrible Mario. Yeah. But also, he's kind of just doing his Mario. He has one animated character voice. He has one voice. Yeah. Period. That's yeah, it. He has it's no just range. Chris, it's, it's always been Chris Pratt. Dude, it's I, the Ohio meme. I want him to give him Sonic. I want him to give him Rosa Parks. I would I want love him to give him, uh, you know, like other animated that characters. That would be so funny if he was just like, yeah, like important characters throughout history. Like, they make a Martin Luther King, like animated, like animated show. It's, it's a me, <laughs> Martin Luther <laughs> King. I had, an, uh, I had a dream. Yes. Uh, and they're just like, Oh, it's I've been always, a shasta. Like, always Mario. Yeah, that would be like so those things. Like when it's people that are like, okay, I understand. Like from a studio perspective, you want to be like, oh, Robert Pattinson, Mark yeah. Hamill, Christian Bale, like uh, Linda Pugh, like Lisa, Linda, who? Pugh. Pugh. Uh, Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh. <laughs> Don't know where I got Linda. I was thinking of like who's a historical Pugh. Does anybody want to guess what Nick usually watches? Japanese shit. Yeah. Or I don't know. I don't know actors at all. Yeah. So like, I can understand from a standpoint where you'd be like, "Oh, I want these people in it because like yeah. that'll bring people." But at the same time, it kind of fucks over voice actors. It does fuss, fuck over voice actors. I have like two problems with it, and it's that some like Invincible. It bothers me mm -hmm. because Invincible's animation is so not what I want out of Invincible. It's so stiff. It's so not the the art in the comic. I was like flipping through an Invincible comic the other mm. day is fucking outstanding. It's like some of the best comic book art yeah. ever for what it is. Mm -hmm. It's so dynamic. It's got like people like breaking from one panel to another. Like kind of dope. It's like the dudes like a master at like paneling and shading and the colors are great. Yeah. And the show is like one of the uglier shows I've seen. You know what? Animation wise. I've had this take for a long time and I was like, it was, it never felt important enough to like, yeah. for me to bring it up because I was like, Oh, you know, it's a fun show. Yeah. It's got a great cast. Mm -hmm. Uh, the guy who plays Omni-Man, Gene something. Um, yeah. Oh, um, Gene's JK Simmons, JK Simmons. Gene, there we go. Absolutely. Gene Simmons. Boy, oh boy. Kiss. Gene Simmons. Yes. <laughs> yeah. that, that's the guy with the long tongue. Yeah. Uh, he like, he does a fantastic job as Omni-Man. Um, the guy who plays from The Walking Dead. Um, oh, Stephen Young. He's great. Yeah, he's really yeah. good. He was also incredible in Beef. So, like, it's got a good cast, and I feel like the voice acting is really good. But, like, I feel like it's animated in the exact same degree as, like, any DC animated TV show or movie. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, look, it's all my favorite characters. But, like, objectively, this isn't, like, the pretty, like, it's not, like, a groundbreaking animation. It's just, like, we do kind of the same thing. We've done the same thing for the past two decades. And it's, like, 
It looks good. We get the story across, but you're never like, wow, did yeah. they knock that out of the park animation wise? Well, like this, I was trying to find a panel that wouldn't spoil something for you because I, I know you genuinely, like. Genuinely, I don't give a shit. Okay, well, but like this is yeah, like gorgeous. what the comic looks like. Yeah, it's absolutely gorgeous. It's stunning. It's so, and like I said, the panels are so alive and they gave it the stiffest animation. And I know we've been spoiled with like anime mm. recently, but like it pisses me off when, yeah, J.K. Simmons you should have him. Um, Stephen Young, he's great at it. We don't need Mahershala Ali in one episode. We don't need John Hamm in an, like every who minor- Who the fuck was Mahershala? Mer- 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 <laughs> I can't do names. Who? I don't know who you're talking Mer- about. Mer- I can't answer you unless Mer- you tell Mahershala? Mer- 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 you have to have known what I said. Mer- Mer- <laughs> you know it's not Mahershala Ali. Mahershala Ali? Mahershala. Mahershala. You said it wasn't Maher. <laughs> it's not Mahershala. Mahershala Ali. Got it. You remember the big rock guy, Titan, in season one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's him. But it's like every side character. Oh, the guy who becomes like a CEO? He, he's like, a, he fights Machine Head. He like makes rocks around himself. He's trying to like go good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the guy does who he, becomes a oh, CEO. Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah, 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 he does. Yeah, of that place. Yes. Um, Every minor character, and these characters like, do come back in small capacities, but like they don't all need to be Oscar award winning actors. I have to assume a lot of the budget goes there. I also know for a fact it has one tenth of the budget of the boys, which is like, Considering the fact that it's made by the same people, that is yeah. kind of crazy. But then again, when you think about like the amount of live action, yeah, the amount of practical effects they have to pull off for the boys. But like a tenth, like the, but it's just like the animations, like, could be so much better. The yeah. art should be better. And that's why I hate when, like, I I just know so much of the budget is going into this, like, Oscar cast yeah. when it doesn't need to. Yeah. That um, is a really good point, actually. Like, yeah. you could definitely, like, there's people of equal talent to J.K. Simmons and Stephen Yoon when it comes to especially voice acting. Yeah. That would come at a way cheaper price. Like, I, I bet you right now you could get McKay Law on that for, wait, like, what, a tenth of the price is any sure. of the people he just got there. Like, like, there's people out there with incredible voice acting careers that they've already built up that are like just looking for work and want to get like that breakthrough role. And I feel like the voice acting community, like especially when it comes to like voice actors, is like the top eat and the bottom kind of starve. Yeah. It's like if you're Gray, if you're, you know, Dante Bosco, if you're yeah. like all these kind of people that like do or like um like Mark Hamill. Mark like, Hamill, yeah. yeah, like or like um or Patrick Sites, those kind of people, you get every role yeah. like oh if i can call up patrick sight see if he's busy call up yeah uh, Cri- it's aggressive yeah what's the um who's the guy who plays goku um oh sean shimmel yeah sean yeah. shimmel like all those people like if you get a big role congratulations you're around forever however yeah. if like you didn't get a if you didn't get like a back-to-back big role it's like have fun fighting for the scraps and it's yeah. like now that's only being exasperated by the fact that like oh now you have to compete with Chris Pratt. Yeah. Like, it's like the fact that like, Chris Pratt is like also like the second he yeah. walks in, you're like, okay, I guess. He's yeah, I guess now. he has it. Yeah. You're like, yeah. That's so like, obviously, like if they can afford to pay him, why wouldn't they? Yeah. No, and I think exactly. that's why, honestly, One Piece is doing so well. It's because it's like a cast of relative unknowns who are committed to the role like crazy. So yeah. they're not getting paid. I mean, they're probably going to get paid more for season two now. Like that season one yeah. is such a success, but they could spend more money on the practical, on the CG, all those yeah. kinds of things because they're not shelling out for The Rock to play Chopper. You know, <laughs> yeah. which I mean, if they do would be hilarious. Yeah. No, I agree. I 100% agree. Do you have anything else about Blue-Eyed Samurai? No. Sounds great. Uh-huh. I'm going to watch it for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I did watch the first episode of Scott Pilgrim. Me too. Oh, that's all you watched? That's all I watched. Oh, nice. Speaking of an all-star cast. Mm-hmm. They just brought back the original cast. It's the original cast. 
Do you, did you notice, and this might just be me. This might just be me being that a Michael huge Michael Sarah doesn't sound like Michael Sarah. He's like okay at it. He doesn't sound like Michael Sarah. I'm not Sarah. saying he's a great yeah, voice yeah. actor. He just doesn't sound like Michael Sarah. He doesn't sound like him. Yeah. The pacing of the conversations is so weird. It doesn't feel like, it feels awkward. And sometimes this happens with like when actors do voice acting because it is a different, like Megan Fox in Mortal Kombat. Oh yeah, she's, is bad. she's the prime example of yeah. actors it, really just nailing voice yeah, acting. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean like there, it's a that different scale. That enchanted. <laughs> yeah, like, We're not monsters because we suck. But I genuinely, if you put me in the booth tomorrow, yeah. I have zero voice acting experience. Could do a better job than she well, did. Well, that's why she's a great example of why it is a different skill. Yeah. And why like voice actors get mad. Well, when let's it's not like, sit here and act like she's an incredible actress. But she's better. True. She's better than that. Yeah, fair. That's that's what I mean. <clears throat> um, but like fucking the the pacing of the conversations in this is so strange where it feels to like it never feels like anyone's having a conversation. It feels like people said are reading lines in a booth and then someone animated over it. Like, I couldn't get sucked in. And maybe it's because I'm, like, comparing it to the movie too much. Like, mm. I just couldn't separate. Well, it separates itself from the movie all it but does. immediately. There's a big, not immediately, but at the end. Well, at the end of the first episode, yeah. yeah. There's a twist. Should we talk about it? Yeah. So, Spoilers me and Danny had both seen the one. first episode of Scott Pilgrim, what, Breaks Out or something? Yeah. That's what it's called. Or uh, Takes Off. Takes Off, something like yeah. that. And so, the first person that he goes to fight, uh, Patel. Matthew Patel. Matthew Patel. Uh, just ends up beating him in one punch. Yeah. So, instead of Michael Sarah cutting his way through the seven evil boyfriends, yeah. it's actually- Michael's, Seven evil exes. Yeah. Seven evil ex-boyfriends. important no. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One's Fair. a girl. I've seen, listen, I understand. It's my favorite movie. Is it actually? (laughs) That makes so much goddamn sense. That makes so, and listen, I understand that it's a cool classic. I understand it's a lot of people's favorite movies. I don't get the appeal. It's so good. I just, I don't, what, like, what is, what is good about it? I'm about to teach you the appeal. Okay, could you just like, just tell me your favorite things about it? Because I watched it once and I was like, fun. The, The movie is so fucking confident. It like, doesn't give a shit what you think about. It's doing it's, it's doing like weird special effects like nonsense all the time and it also is so dense like every and the show like made me realize this even more because there are scenes like um when scott is showing um aubrey plaza's character whatever her name is knives julie is she, oh julie, no. yeah um he's showing julie uh like he's like do you know a girl who looks like this and he holds up a picture and it's like a doodle of ramona flowers mm-hmm. and like in the show, he just like he holds it up. It's very slow. It's very not funny. And like they just have this conversation, and it's very normal. It's just regular conversation, except for the fact that he drew a picture of a woman he saw in his dreams. But yeah, other than that, yeah. But like it's shot like a regular conversation in the movie. He like whips it up very fast, and like it's funny because it's this very basic doodle in a live action world. So like that hits a little harder. But then also as they're having the conversation all of the lights in the party are like dimming and dimming, like almost unnoticeably until they're both like spotlit. And then she's like, don't date Ramona flowers. Uh And then someone snaps him out of it and all the lights like blast back on. Gotcha. And that's just like a small thing where it's just every scene of that movie has some gimmick to it Mm -hmm. that is like heightening it in some way. And the show doesn't have any of that life or energy, in my opinion. 
Gotcha. Like, the movie's so passionate, mm. which I dig. And it's also just funny and cool. Mm. Like, I also just like it. So if there's anybody to actually have, an, like, a valued opinion on this, it's definitely not me. It might be you. I wrote a college, at my last college essay I wrote was about Scott Pilgrim. It was called Scott Pilgrim versus Realism. It was 11 pages long. You are every single every single thing I learn about you makes you seem more like you to me. Like every prejudice, like not like not every prejudice, every like preconceived notion I had about Danny because you were like, oh, I'm a film major, and I'm like, oh, probably like Sp like Scott Pilgrim, and then I like met your girlfriend, and I was like, definitely like Scott Pilgrim, uh -huh. and so like everything about you, I'm like, yeah, makes sense. You could assume everything about me, and it's correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. I mean, like it was fine. I yeah. like I'm not going to watch any more of it. I watched the first episode with Dorothy and I was like, this is it's so fine. It's fine. Which is why I'm like, fuck, it's my favorite movie. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel about Invincible. Invincible is good. But that's how I feel about the animation. Where Invincible I'm like, fuck, is... it's my favorite comic. Yeah. Where get the where's Mappa? You're like... literally too. You are too invested in it to yeah. enjoy it. Yeah, that's yeah. an issue. That's like kind of me with I don't even know. Like, I feel like that's kind of me with JJK because JJK is like currently my favorite like anime. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that would be me with Hunter Hunter if it was like the anime was still coming out because yeah. I'd be like, oh my God, it's my favorite manga of all time. Please make sure like continuing of the anime adaptation is still good. But you love the anime. I love the anime. Yeah. They fucking nailed it. Right. But, but so, so it doesn't, it's not like you're like. But like, uh, if the anime yeah. were to continue and right, kind right. of, and this is a good segue, yeah. what's going on with JJK right now? Yeah. So like JJK yeah. is my favorite manga on mm -hmm. earth right now, maybe outside of Boruto. Actually, you know wow. what? That's it. It's Boruto. Wow. Boruto because yeah. Boruto's manga is my right. favorite manga on earth right now. Right. I love it. And like, I'm not even saying that as like the fucking Naruto shill. I mean, I am the Naruto shill and therefore like me liking Boruto is like, yeah. Kind of, unfortunately, a, a financial move, but like it started as a financial move right. where I was like, oh, guess who's run out of ways to talk about all the Jinchuriki and Naruto? Uh, good thing there's still a universe still th that they're building. So I'm going to read Boruto. Get well versed. Actually really fucking good. But the anime is garbage. Yeah, It's garbage. It's and seasonal. So, yeah. Well, yeah. now it is. Yeah. Thank fuck. Yeah. Like they're taking a huge break. It's probably going to be weekly when they come back. But for the moment, they're like, all right. Let's give everybody a moment to actually yeah. animate and get the story ahead. Well, but here. I mean, you coined the idea that mm -hmm. Boruto has always been seasonal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah technically. No, Boruto is seasonal. You yeah, skip yeah. the filler, and then whenever they decide to do a canon arc, you're like, oh, cool, we're back. Nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, you wait like a year and a half, and then, oh, now we're doing Ishiki's arc finally. Nice. Yeah. By the way, absolutely understand what you say. Spine tingle. I was going to say, you cannot go f stick for stick with me on Honey. You just finished your second one. I've been finishing these the second I pull them it's out. It's almost like my sleeves aren't filled with them, Daniel. <laughs> like, what? You, you have the access. I don't want another one. That being said, boy, oh boy, does my throat feel fantastic. It, uh, it does help. It, uh, it goes straight down. Yeah, In I, our line of work, when you scream all goddamn, like all yeah. goddamn day long, you need honey, uh -huh. you need loquat, throat you need coat. warm water, throat coat. Throat coat, tea. What the fuck is throat coat? Just a tea that like... Helps numb your throat a little. Throat I, coat. So it can be the throat goat you've always wanted to be. Boom, baby. Oh my God, that has to be their branding. Yeah, that's really Why good. else would they call it throat coat? I'm going to reach out. You absolutely should. <laughs> yeah. You're like, is this for like content creators or yeah. people who want to give some incredible blowjobs? I borderline bleed throat coat. Yeah. I drink so much of that that's stuff. That's wild. Yeah. I have the little bottle of like Chinese medicine I gave you. I still have it. It's oh, good. It's very good. It helps. It yeah. Hard. Anyways, yeah. so kind of what's going on with JJK, JJK right now is that like the manga is going absolutely not so crazy. Yeah. Probably the craziest chapter they've ever released. They just will will be released soon. I got the leaks. Oh, sorry. I did want to ask about Boruto very, very briefly. Let's do it. It's your favorite manga currently. Yes. If you can, I know it's impossible. Uh -huh. If you can set nostalgia aside. Yeah. 
where does it rank in terms of like Naruto and Naruto Shippuden? The manga. The and, manga? And I know there isn't a Naruto Shippuden manga. It's all just Naruto. Yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't have corrected you on yeah. that. Genuinely, for a long time, I thought there was a Naruto Shippuden manga. Because right. uh, I watched the anime long before I read the manga. Um, Boruto, no nostalgia? Yeah. See, no, nostalgia would boost Naruto and Naruto Shippuden for me. Right. So if I take nostalgia out. Boruto's better? Looking at everything objectively, Boruto is currently on a run that's better than any run in Naruto. Wow. I would say the last, okay, so obviously Naruto is weekly, so it's like 14-page chapters, like 20-page chapters at most. Boruto comes out monthly, so it's 40-page chapters. I would say this last, I would say from chapter 65 to chapter four of Two Blue Vortex is the best run Kishimoto has ever put together in any any manga. Not just Naruto, Naruto Shippuden. I'm talking Samurai number eight, any of his other works. This is the best year and a half he's ever had manga-wise. Every, especially with, like, if you want to look at a four-month run, Boruto 2 Blue Vortex, first four chapters, The because uh, I would say that would equate to somewhere around like 12-ish chapters. Best 12-chapter run he's ever put down. Mm-hmm. Every single final page of 2 Blue Vortex up to this point has been like a massive reveal of the highest order. I was like, wow. can I... Can I talk about it? Sure. So chapter one, it's like, oh, like Code, one of the bad guys from Boruto is attacking the like Konoha. And chapter one kind of closes with Boruto like arriving on scene. Uh-huh. And it's like, you see Boruto's new like form. You see his new like uh, like clothes and yeah, all that. karma like, nonsense. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, oh my God, Boruto's here. The second one closes out with the reveal of his new jutsu. Third one closes out with the reveal of him having toads. Fourth one closes out with the reveal of Sasuke's location now post time skip. Gotcha. Like every single final page thus far into Blue Vortex has had this massive reveal that's been like so goddamn sick. That's hype. And, and every single chapter I'm able to make like three or four ep- like videos about on my YouTube and everyone's like, oh my God, yes, thank God somebody's talking about Boruto. Yeah. And it's the, it's like when it releases, it's probably the second or third biggest manga on earth. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of people are reading it. It's just not a lot of people are talking about it, at least in American circles. It's massive in Japan. Right. So I love it. I'm not going to say it's better than Naruto. I like as a, as an aggregate basis, it's not better than Naruto. I think where they're currently going with like Naruto and Sasuke being like the prime directives, like we have to go save them. Yeah. I think the character development that we are not like could get for Naruto and Sasuke and Boruto and Kawaki could bring it to like heights of Naruto or higher because Boruto is more about building out the characters that we already know and love and less about the fights. Right. And that's why a lot of people are complaining about it because people are like, oh, Sasuke's potential is being wasted. He's losing all these fights. It's like he's losing these fights because he's protecting his daughter mm. and he's protecting like Boruto and all these like other kinds of people. Like we're developing character development for Sasuke, which is why in Boruto, he's been one of my favorite characters. Right. So like, it's been it's been really good. I'm not gonna say it's better than Naruto. I mean, we'll make that the title if we want to. Yeah. But like, it's running up close yeah. with Naruto. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's sick. So if you're not reading it and you're a Naruto fan, like I just put Stephen He onto it. He just got caught up. He loves it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my tattoo artist Winnie. He's like the biggest Boruto fan on earth. Like everybody close to me, I'm putting onto the Boruto manga. If you enjoyed Naruto, please, for the love of God, <laughs> read like read it. It's so Ew. good. Hype. It's very okay. Good. JJK. JJK. Yeah. Um. So, so there's a little bit of news uh, from last week that we right. should cover before we talk about this week's episode. Sure. Uh, obviously, no delay. Mm-hmm. So last week. Which is crazy. Crazy. Yeah. There was some rumbling uh, that because of what was going on at MAPA, we're going to see a delay. And they just decided not to, uh, which is wild because a couple of animators walked away from the show. So we're now like, okay, we're now working with a lesser team. Yeah. Like, like less animators. And I kind of felt like there was less animators on this episode. I 
I did, but I wonder if I didn't know about all this drama, <clears throat> if I would notice. Because it's also the fact that, like, maybe... The, like, there have been fights in this season <clears throat> that have just been, like, not as that big. That haven't been, like, astounding. Yeah, yeah, like, we just had the biggest fight in the season pretty much in the yeah. last episode. Then we had all this drama, and so now that they're putting out, like, a lesser fight... It's like, oh, the show's ruined. But I think it's just like, I think even if everyone stayed, probably just be like, it wouldn't this have been too. nuts. Yeah. It like, was just like yeah. a lot of like, it's just the whole fight is just like blobs. It's like, you know, because like Mahito's ability is transfigured humans and he's yeah. making like blob walls yeah. and he's throwing blobs at Yuji and there's blobs coming out of people. And yeah. I'm like, everything is lacking, like, because there's already no detail in the way that we're decided to animate this. Yeah. So now I'm like, oh, it's gray blob number three. And then like the blob is pushing them against the wall and like it's dark, yeah. which makes sense. Like obviously it'd be dark. Like the blob is stopping all light from getting into that area. But I was like, it's dark. I can't really see what's going on. And I was just like, it's such an important video. Like, such an important episode. Yeah. It's Nanami's death episode. Yeah. Like, which is massive. How do you feel? I feel okay. Mm -hmm. Well, so, I... It was well done. And yeah. it was sad. Like, yeah. I loved the scene. I loved all of it. And I like that someone died. Yeah. Thank God I've been begging for that. People have already died. Who? Mekamaru. Is he dead? Yeah. What, what do you mean? I didn't know he was dead. What? He very much is. I forget what happened. There's been so many fights. Yeah, him versus Maito. Yeah. And like he's like unable to kill Maito. Yeah, they kill him. I was how did he die? I actually don't I think he runs out of cursed energy. Right? Like I don't remember. It wasn't like a, his head didn't come off. No, or there was no like, like explosive. I think they just kind of see like him like the the mech slumped. And it's like Mechamar, it's like Oh, Maito. then I shouldn't be denounced for not knowing he Well, died. I think he also says what he like when he puts the earpiece on, he's like, Oh, this is like a like a like a counter like a what am I what like a like a backup, a backup strategy in case uh, I die here. Oh, yeah. I didn't know he died though. I mm -hmm. thought it was like in case, like no. I don't know. Weird. Okay, so plan, he's dead. His plan was to fight against Mahito and Kenjaku long yeah. enough that Gojo could get to right, right. But gotcha. he wasn't able to do that. Gotcha. Okay, so he's dead, and Nanami died. Those and are all the Dagon, good guys. Jogo, all the good Hanami. guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, it was cool. I didn't like. I had no real attachment to Nanami mm -hmm. as like oh, a Toji character. Died. Toji. Toji. Well, yeah, but like a good guys. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's kind of—he's morally gray. Toji's unbelievably morally black. Yeah, what are you, <laughs> like, you, you, you talking money. about? He just wants money. That's not a morally white nor gray thing. Yes, it is. So not. But listen, he could be bought. Like, listen, if the good guys had money, he would fight for them. It's not like he wants to be evil. He's just like, hey, who's ever bidding the highest? I'll do what you ask. That's a bad. That's a morally bad way to live. That's the epitome of gray. No. Yes, because the UN could buy him to protect their UN meetings, but they just don't have the bread, Daniel. It's not his fault that there's so much goddamn money in evil. I suppose, I dis, I harumph. You harumph? <laughs> I harumph at that. I think the because prospect he, to of, be, what, do, do, do. I think the prospect of putting yourself out to the highest bidder is incredibly morally gray. I think being morally gray is to be good, but you'll kill. No. Like if he was like, no. I'm going to do good shit but I'm going to kill anyone who gets in my way, even if they're good. No, that's the superherification of morals. That's just like, that's like the argument between like Red Hood and Batman. Uh, of like the only reason. I think Red Hood's morally gray. No. Yeah. No. 
Why not? Because he kills bad guys. That's yeah. the right thing to do. Agre- oh, so you think he's morally white? I think he's, yeah, he's morally <laughs> t- totally in the clear. Yeah, okay. Are you kidding me? Batman, listen, I understand. There's a thousand year argument. Of like, the only reason that Batman doesn't Batman ki- should kill. The only reason that Batman doesn't kill people is because yeah. he's like, boy, oh boy, would I get addicted to it, which is a crazy thing to say. No, the only reason he doesn't kill is because they want to keep having the villain show oh, yeah, up. Yeah. They don't want to keep coming up with new villains. Yeah, <laughs> they were just like, oh, well, we killed Joker. Yeah. Well, here Here's comes Mr. The Freeze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Joker Jr. Yeah. He's got a lot of children. Watch out for the goofster. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's this guy's just kind of got jokes. <laughs> they're uh, they're uh, puns, you, you, though, this you, time. You killed him. All right, uh, yeah. this guy did an open mic once. Yeah. All right, uh, we're running out of names yeah, here. Up next is Bill Burr, <laughs> <laughs> Gotham's biggest crime lord. <laughs> Batman punching yeah. his fucking skull in. Uh, so anyways... But Batman doesn't kill. I think, yeah, Red Hood, completely, like, morally fine. Got you. So I think moral gray is, yeah, I'm a good guy sometimes. I'm a bad guy sometimes. Like, all right, you know who? Who? If you want to go, Sasuke? if you're trying to, if you're, no, if you're trying to, no. No. I don't know. Okay, a terrorist. I'll stop. But he's like a good guy. They no, like him. he's not. But they like him. Now? They, always. They were trying to rescue him. And then now he's, isn't being a terrorist who's now a good guy morally gray? No. What's no, morally great? I'm sorry I interrupted as a, you. As a general career, yeah. like if you're looking at the whole career, you're like, all right, you know, 96 Bulls to 2001 Bulls. Yeah, at some point they were world eaters. They were the best in the world. So Sasuke went from a terrorist to a good guy. If you look at his entire career, you would say average, right? So oh, yeah. morally gray. However, I would say that Sasuke was never at one point morally gray. I would say he was either a terrorist or the shadow Hokage. Got you. No in between. Okay. Yeah. Who's morally gray? Deathstroke. If you want to look at DC characters, just because he's a guy you can pay to do a thing? Exactly. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like All right. Deathstroke or uh, Deadshot or any like any of those people? Like, yeah, like you can shoot me. Like, you pay me. I shoot whoever you ask. That's morally gray. I argue no one with death or dead in their name is morally gray. It's like the whitest kids you know skit where they're like, they're, have you never seen this? It's like they're, they're dressed up as like the Nazis from World War II <laughs> and they have skulls on their helmets and it's like, are we the baddies? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're called the Death Squad and we have skulls on our helmets. Yeah, like, Are we the baddies? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like if you put Deathstroke in your name, it is hard to be like, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. you want me to kill, uh, like. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine Deathstroke, like, being at, like, you know, one the of those. Justice League. And they're like, like, I'll shoot him. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can't imagine him being at, like, a press conference or whatever after he's arrested and being like, they're like, why, why do you kill people? Why don't you work at orphanages? And it's mm. like, the orphanages haven't paid me. I'd do it if they did. <laughs> like, I consider these kids with dead parents getting a job. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, interesting. Okay. Morally gray is Toji. Yes. That's why we talked about this. I'm just backtracking. You're there. Um, Nanami's death was cool in conclusion. Like, I liked how it was delivered. Yeah. I wasn't like, oh, no, no Nanami anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any character you're so attached to yeah, that their death would really cut you really up. really feel it. Really? I think Gojo, I'll feel, like mm-hmm. I feel. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I'm coming around on Yuji. Okay. Which uh, you, we'll get into. Which I told you you would do. I really only like the villains in this show. Okay, that's fair. Mahito's sick. Mahito? When Mahito dies, I'll be upset. I am upset Jogo's dead. That's the thing. I miss villains because the good guys are so boring. That's very fair. And yeah. I think it's actually a testament to Gagatami's like writing skill because like 
he there is these the, like interspersed moments where we see the villains just like kind of hanging out and mm-hmm. all of the disaster curses their entire motivation is to kill humans so they can exist as humans mm-hmm. like they want to kill all humans so the cursed spirits can rise up and live a human life like outside of the prosecution of humans like that's why like jogo right. was saying to hanami and, and dagon in the afterlife like we will reincarnate we are the real humans because yeah. like they technically even if you exercise them they never go away like people will still be afraid of volcanoes it's not like chainsaw man where if like Tech, I'm not gonna. Never mind. Um, I'm, oh, I was close. Oh, I was close. Um, but so they'll always come back. And I guess it is kind of like Chinese Man, where like if a, if a devil dies, they go to hell, and then if they die in hell, they come back to Earth. That's fuck. What's going on in hell then? Uh, all the devils live there. It's not fun. That's cra- That seems annoying. Do you not know this? No, I don't know. Maybe all I devils start in hell. Yeah. And so there's like a couple of primal devils that are like darkness and yeah, falling. Yeah, yeah. People who have never died. And that's yeah. why they're the primal devils. So they exist solely in hell. But if you die in hell, then you go back to earth. And if you die on earth, you go back to hell. So they technically, a devil will never die. It just seems like it'd be easier to die in hell than it would on earth. Oh yeah. So that's butts. It's not great. That's <laughs> yeah. why. So there's a, there's an arc in part one where the devils return, like a couple of like the special division returns to hell and all the devils are freaking out. Cause they're like, Oh, you don't want to be Damn. here. They're like, this is where the big bads are. Oh, is hell a bad place to be now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like hell notoriously unchill. Yeah. Yeah. There's like way less women with titty mouths than yeah. you would anticipate. Damn. I know. Damn it. You gotta go through several layers. Uh, so that's why they were talking. So like they are the bad guys in yeah. JJK are awesome. Yeah, like Hanami, cool. Jogo, Mahito and Dagon's relationship is really cute. Yeah. And like Mahito like cheering for like Dagon to eat all this like yeah, yeah, civilians yeah. is like really cute. And then there's like the after credit scenes in season one where they're like, like just like kind of like fucking around. They're like playing yeah. soccer with Jogo's head or like they're in high school. Yeah. Like those kinds of moments, so, like making a connection to them is very easy. Unfortunately, they're all gone now. Yeah. Do uh, they all, does Mahito know everyone else is dead? I don't know. That's what I, I like. They never it, really established that, actually. It, it occurred to me that they don't know they're all dead when mm-hmm. they're dying. So also, Mahito, yeah, because Jogo, no, Jogo watches Hanami die. Yeah. Jogo watches Hanami die, yeah. and then I don't know if anybody knows Dagon is dead. Well, then they do a bit where Jogo sees Dagon, and he's like, oh, you're here. Yeah, 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 yeah In yeah. heaven, or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, or like wherever yeah, cursed yeah. spirits go. Um, So also, like, Mahito and all of them don't really get along because they disagree on what they wanted to do. Yeah. Because Mahito wants to kill Yuji, because he has, like, beef with him. Yeah. Uh, and everybody else is like, no, we need Yuji for Sukuna. Yeah. Uh, so, like, Mahito's like, we're strong enough, we don't need Sukuna. So it's like a, like, conflicting opinion. So they're like, all right, you guys try and save Yuji and, like, feed him Sukuna. In his fingers, I'm gonna try and kill Yuji. Yeah. yeah. Um, so now we're in that battle between Yuji and Mahito, which is the final battle of the Shibuya incident. It's the oh, biggest. Shit. It's like, I think it's the final battle. It's the most important battle, uh, which is why I was disappointed in how it was animated because, like, plot wise, like, in like moralistically and like build up wise, this is, and next episode will be more important, uh, but this is the biggest, most important fight, at least for Yuji's development. Gotcha. How does how does this episode end? I watched so it. So it ends yesterday. with the fact that Mahito splits at the beginning of the Shibuya incident. Yeah, right. And now his like double is battling against Nobra. Yes, 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 right. Yeah. So Who okay. is my favorite character in JJK? Really? Mind you. Yes. Gotcha. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So every week you ask me where this fight kind of ranks mm-hmm. on the fightometer. Mm-hmm. How does it for you? You're disappointed? Above Dick Monster. Wow, that's um, low. Yeah, yeah, above above Dick Monster, maybe above May May versus the smallpox curse. That uh-huh. one was kind of cool, uh, but like probably as high as I go. Wow. Yeah. I think this is the best fight. No way. I, I think. No, please tell me. I think this is low key, 
top three fights Why? of the because season. Because of how it's introduced, like it's him being so like Mahito. Dude, not Yuji's scream, but Mahito's it's, is so there's good. There's no need to screw it. Yeah. He, yeah. The way he's like, Itadori Yuji. Yeah. So cool. And I also just love like, what great banter. Like Yuji screams at Mahito and he's like, you don't need to scream. I can hear you. And he yeah. like yells it back. Yeah. Love that. He's a menace. Love, love Mahito. But this is like, like right. Episode 17. It's a wild sentence to say out loud. I love Mahito. Love Mahito is a wild sentence. He's fun. He's silly. Oh God, I can feel. <laughs> He's quirky. He's oh, a quirked up sweater boy. I could feel the comments. <laughs> oh God, he, I I would like to. I don't stand with that take. Rest in peace, Nanami. It's so it's so funny to me that people will hate villains who do exciting shit. He's a really you good know? villain. He's That's an incredibly I, compelling the, villain. The Bungo Stray Dogs community like. Hit me with this a little where in season five, there's a great villain um, until the season seemingly forgets he's cool. Yeah. But like there's a great villain and I'm like, I love this guy. One of my top villains in anime. He's yeah. sick. And everyone's like, wow, can't believe we found someone who likes this villain. And mm -hmm. it's like and I found out it's because he does dastardly things that yeah. people don't like him. And I'm like. Yeah. Love the wild use of dastardly. What are you talking about? I just like, I was expecting you to like twirl your mustache. He does nefarious deeds. Yeah, what he, are you He gets on his big penny cycle and he goes and he <laughs> ties a woman to a train. Right. Track. There we go. I am struggling today. I know. Those fucking bee juice. Hey, amen to that, brother. Please stop. I drink to that. Don't. Daddy, I'm concerned for our health. You've eaten no solid foods today. Um, I'm so worried. <laughs> but anyway, you're gonna be the first person to OD oh on honey. <laughs> this is. I told Josh, I was like, how many of these is safe to eat in a sitting? Because <laughs> like, I'm gonna do this. It was like two, and you're like, all right, four. I'm on four. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, what's his name? What's his name? Uh, Maito. Maito. Yeah. He's so fun. He's so villainous. Um, this fight. Here's the thing. Episode 17's fight, which we ranked very high. Mm -hmm. A, like, third grader could come up with the choreography for. They're just throwing each other through buildings. I guess. They're kind of like scale. They're Well, that, fair. Yeah. It's not a bad fight. Mm -hmm. But it's impressive. If it was animated by, like, the Invincible people, not to throw shade, uh -huh. it would be... Okay. I mean, they kind of already did it. It'd be, yeah, exactly. The Chicago fight. But the Chicago fight in Invincible is sick because of like the context. And there's some like cooler, like the train bits. Great. It's incredible. Invincible yeah. trying to save people mid the fight. Like mm -hmm. that, the, the story is why that fight's so sick. Yeah. But like episode 17's fight is just them throwing each other through buildings and it's spectacularly animated. I mean, they do cut like a radio tower in half and then throw Maharaga into a pool and then pin him down in a pool with a radio tower. There's also the scene where uh, Sukuna is using his cleave on Maharaga in that building and you see all the cleaves going there, through the building. There's a lot of that. It's like, but this fight, episode 18. Mm -hmm. Also, Maharaga swims through a building. He does swim through a building. I know. I, he does the butterfly stroke sick. of a building. It was so sick. It's very cool. It's it's sick. I agree. Top fight. It's really cool. I'll be rewatching it several years down the line. Which is also wild considering the fact that we opened up to like talking about JJK. It's not done. Yeah. We're, the, apparently a tweet came out from one of the animators and they were like, oh yeah, only 30% of like yeah. my vision for the episode was like 
really fleshed out. Like it wasn't like it yeah. was a 30% animated. It was more like it came out like later that it was like, oh, I had 70% more yeah. vision for this episode that wasn't fleshed out because they didn't let us delay. God, what could it have been? I have that's, no idea. That's going to be, that's like the burning of the library of Alexandria for yeah. me, knowing I'll never get the rest of that, that episode. That episode at 100% would be Bat shit. Insane. Him also what a flex. Like this wasn't even 50% of my true power. Not even his final form. <laughs> yeah. Like I am better than this. What? <laughs> but um, but this fight, episode 18, is so creative. It's so fun. And like, like I love that he's like, I love he throws a big wall of souls and Yuji won't punch it. And then spikes come out of the wall. And mm-hmm. there's a guy in the subway. He just touches his head and he turns into a rapier. Yeah. And that's cool. And then I love when they're in the subway. And I know you said it gets too dark, but I love where they're just looking at each other. Slowly and it's like, walking. It, yeah. They're slowly walking. It's like squishing slowly and slowly. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. It's just fun. Like I was on the edge of my seat with that one being like, what will he do next? Yeah. They end up in an elevator and he's fucking up the elevator and like fucking his body up. That scene was so confusing. It's, Cause like <laughs> I looked down for a second. He was in the elevator yeah. and then I was like, all right, he's charging up his fist. And then he's, cause he knows my going to come. And then somehow he was back at like where he began and all of that. I was so lost. There's some of that. Like when they're in the subway and it's squishing them, mm. there's a bit where it cuts to Mahido and then cuts to Yuji and he's just gone. Yeah. And then Mahido's like, Where'd you go? And then, and then he hits him somehow. Yeah, yeah, like that confused me. But like, it, it's so, I like, I was on the edge of my seat with this episode more than any other episode because I was like, what wacky shit is Mahito gonna come up with next with yeah. his tune force? Yeah, he is, well, he's like, out of all of the characters in MHA, he has the, like the biggest litany of abilities. Mm. And because of that, his fights can go any possible direction. Yeah. And then he has his domain expansion, which was uh, like obviously very sick. I love his domain expansion because it does like... It, the hands are so cool yep. looking. He does a big of this, and then behind it, there's a hand doing that. And like every domain expansion is like a like representative of the thing that either the cursed yeah. spirit or the person who's opening the domain is like trying to embody. Yeah. And like his hands. entire... Yeah, exactly. It's like, but because... In his domain expansion, everywhere is his hands. Yeah. And his hands are the most dangerous things because yeah. if he lays his hands on you, he can transfigure your soul. So yeah. in a domain expansion, you're just fucked. Yeah. And that's like that's why I think Mahito's a really cool character. And I don't think there's anything wrong with liking him because it's exactly like me liking Donzo. I'm yeah. like, this dude is evil. He's compelling. He like, you're supposed to hate him. But yeah. like because you hate him and because he's an interesting character that like actually brings something to the story, yeah. like in terms of like he pushes the story forward. He kills some of your favorite characters. You are like, you despise him. Like that is a good villain. Yeah. Villains like, are supposed to do bad shit. Mm-hmm. Like, and I hate, I hate the like heroification of villains mm-hmm. so much. And I think that's where JJK absolutely fucking nails villains because in like Naruto, it's like, Oh, like Madara was just trying to bring peace to the world. Oh, Obito was just like trying to get a world where Rin was back alive. It's like this, like, like Nagato was just trying to fix the world through like a site, like by making sure everybody felt hatred. Like, they're like, oh, we have these like greater ideas for the world, like kind of thing. It's like, oh, we're villains, but like we're good guys, like in our own mind, trying to accomplish a goal that seems villainous to you. Despise it. Yeah. I love a villain who's a villain for the sake of being a villain. Yeah. That's actually why I really enjoy All for One in J- or not, in MHA because his entire thing is like, I read a comic. 
that had yeah. a demon lord in it, and that demon lord commanded respect without him ever helping a single person. That's who I want to be. Yeah, he's like, I, I'm a menace. I love that. <laughs> yeah. And that's what Maito is. Because Maito yeah. doesn't like Maito doesn't wanna like bring Sukuna in. He's not really concerned about like conjoining all of world like all of the world with Tangan. Like he literally just wants to fuck shit up. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah, yeah. I like it too. Uh yeah, so I love Mahito. Um episode's good. Let's talk about Yuji. We're oh, coming yeah. around on. It was good. I, well, because it's, yeah, we're losing a smile a little. Yep. Which is exciting. Story's a bit less goofy. Yeah, it's less goofy. I like that he sees Nanami's death. Yep. Which is good. And yeah. Kaibara pointing at Yuji is, yeah. Oh, breaks my heart every time. Yeah. It's, it's really good. And I like that he, like, it's like taking the fight seriously. He's fucking traumatized from, like, the end of the last episode. Yeah. Where he just sees the destruction and chaos. And you just see his fingers. Yeah. That are like peeled back as he's walking yeah. towards like Nanami. Yeah. yeah. So that's all good. I like, I, I dug him more. He's, I, I think I'll always love the villains more because Yuji's power is so boring. I cannot wait. I can't. Oh, I can't wait for next episode. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait for next episode and the episode after that. You're going to love Yuji. You're going to love him. I'm excited. He, I, like, I like that there wasn't a fucking thing talk, talking in his ear being like, Throw spaghetti sauce on him. It kills him. <laughs> yeah, because he was just like, punch. Yeah. Just, and that's the way it's going to go for the rest of this. Yeah. He's it, like, I hit. There's no Mechamaru being like, oh, yeah, yeah like dilute his yeah. transferred humans with yeah. olive oil. G- give him fucking, what was it? Hypothermable or whatever. Well, what? What's the red- thrombosis? Oh, thrombosis. Yeah, yeah give him like, thrombosis. Yeah, he's like, his blood needs to coagulate. And if you make sure it doesn't coagulate, yeah, he can get a thrombosis. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was wild. But like, it's also like, Gagagatami being Gagagatami, but sometimes he abandons that for sake of big punch, mm-hmm. and that is very fun every single time. So the next couple episodes are going to be very good for you. I'm hype. Um, do you want to talk about Undead Unluck? Did you watch it? Yeah, sure. Uh, I think mm-hmm. this was the episode where I was like, yeah, this is going to stick around. Yeah. This was a massive like turned corner for Undead Unluck. Like this is the, I'm trying to think of like the episode in other shows where I'm like, this is the reason I'm going to watch this forever. And this is like, this is that for me. Wow. Like it's probably like Gon landing a punch on Hisoka or something. Mm-hmm. Like I, or like, I like in Naruto that like Haku's death, I would say yeah. is like the best comparison where I'm like, absolutely. This is what's going to keep me in the show forever. This episode right here, we're talking about the episode that came out last week. We understand we're recording on a Friday and that's when undead unluck comes out. Well, explain plot wise what um, happened. So this is the end of the battle against stain. Yeah. Uh, the Yuma stain. So let's like the teacher. We spoil. Spoil. You're yeah, right. Stain's stain. my hero. It kind of looks like stain. Actually. Yeah. Now I'm thinking about it. Um, so we see the second form of spoil. He looks like Boros from, uh, one Orto? Oh, oh, wow. Yeah, he actually yeah, kind of does. He? Big one eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You're absolutely yeah. right. So it was the battle against uh, Spoil, and like they're all, like we get like the backstory on the teacher and how mm-hmm. the teacher like spoiled by saving the kids. Mm-hmm. And we get the, the story, I think it's episode seven. Uh, yeah. It's like the story of how the kids uh, are able to reset the timer on their stomach and all of that. Yeah, because they have a dream. I cried like a fucking child. What? I cried so hard. When? Uh, just like watching the teacher get closed, like watching the teacher save everybody. Uh, and then the, like the watching the teacher save the kids and the kids having like dreams to keep them alive. And then watching the teacher spoil. And then him, like Andy marrying the teacher and like her getting closure and us understanding that she only ever wanted to wear a wedding dress. And then Andy being like, if you guys want to like battle against spoil, if you want to protect this like yeah. town and these kids and all of that, 
go get touched. Oh, the hug. Yeah, go get touched. And so the uh, the unlock girl, Fuki, <laughs> Fumi, something, something, yeah. hugs her. Uh, and, oopsie. Yeah, yeah oopsie. That's <laughs> Oopsie's her nailed name. Nailed it, absolutely. Yeah. But so it's like, because she feels so passionately yeah. towards the teacher because she knows her backstory, the teacher explodes. Yeah. And it's like, because she's trying to defend the children and I fucking bald yeah i like i like ugly cried i, I was a mess dude wow and I was like, it was i was a mess wow it's very good so i'm now a big proponent of undead unlock nice it was yeah. good i like the episode i like that moment i also i don't think it's the end of the fight they don't beat them no they don't yeah so yeah i would just it's tough when i watched these a few days ago and mm-hmm. i like but um yeah it, it was very good did you notice i have two notes did you notice Andy's blood is brown now because no, he's rotten? That's funny. It's like brown purplish, like it's mm-hmm. spoiled blood. Gotcha. So that's cool. I also have uh, a note that says, thought blue hair was going to shoot the kids. <laughs> Did you get oh, that sense? Shen? Yeah. 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 I, when, so when she's talking to the kids in the sewer, it's so ominous for no reason. Yeah. And I really thought he was just going to blast <laughs> the kids. Yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, you're not spoiling yet, but don't yeah. worry. I'm yeah. going to get rid of that problem for you. That would have blown me away. That would have been like, blown them away. Yeah. There'd be a lot of blowing for mm. sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, American Middle School Simulator. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon? <laughs> Too soon. It's never going to be late yeah, enough. It's going to happen every week. Yeah, it's literally, there's not a big enough time like between our most recent school shooting. Yeah. Yeah. Too soon to which one. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, fucking, yeah, it was, it was pretty good. It was like, it didn't, revolutionized the show for me like mm-hmm. episode one or uh i like the episode when they're like talking the book for some reason that really i was like ooh, okay here oh, we apocalypse? go yeah, yeah scale yeah i like, you're like oh there's like there's quests yeah we're like trying to fight god yeah i like that i liked uh spoils form mm-hmm. like when you had the big hair and stuff yeah it's weird because they establish anyone who gets close to him starts to disintegrate in his second form yeah and then he's just like Within kissing distance to oopsie. You're right. Yeah. yeah. So then I was like, oh, I guess it's his body, not his head. But like, mm. still. Yeah, that why was make weird. that a rule? Yeah, because Andy's under him and he's just like decaying yeah. rapidly. And then she gets over there and like she just doesn't decay. I did find that odd as well. Mm. I don't know. Maybe it has something to do with her unlock powers. I don't. I think it's like maybe his head doesn't. Like maybe it's his heart. Mm-hmm. Like I'd buy that. Yeah, that's fair. That's but, an easy enough descriptor. Yeah, yeah. Like, instead of being like, oh, yeah, the complexity of her unlock powers yeah. allowed, just be like, uh, yeah, it's one part of her, like, his body that she wasn't Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That would be like, Gagatami would just take it into, like, a three-chapter dialogue about how she's, like, too powerful to spoil or something yeah. like that. And then, like, somebody else would just be like, yeah, a uh, heart yeah. when go pump, yeah. that goes spoil. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's easy. It's so easy. Exactly. It's, like, glands in yeah. his, like, chest or whatever. It's like, midichlorians. Yeah, just exactly. Find, find the easiest solution that, like, is not a chapter-long explanation and go with that. Yeah. Um, but, 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 but what are midichlorians? How the force works. Oh, crazy. Yeah. Cause people were like, how does the force work? And George Lucas was like, people love germs. And so he was like, some people have more germs yeah. and when they use those germs, they can use the force, but some people got less germs and those people not same. Oh, so they're Jedi. like little like organisms in you. Oh yeah. Weird. So they're like, how, like how big are they? I don't. What are we? What are we building towards? How here? big are they? I know you're. Like, I, know, I know you're building towards something. Here. They're like small, right? You're trying to trick me. They're how big? What are you trying to do here? I'm not doing are it. you trying to tease nuts me? No, 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 no. I would never. Is it, so? Is it? What is it like? Like a bunch of small like bugs running around in your body, no, essentially, no, no. Like, or like, like microorganisms? Oh, so they're not like bees or anything like that. I fucking. 
Amen to that, brother. You still have one in your mouth. How many are there? I'm really, I'm, I, I genuinely think you have an infinite food source. Like, I, like, I, like, if you told me you had a hive of bees living in there. If you think also, I'm not queen bee, motherfucker. If you, if you told me you also had them packaging these, I'd believe you. I don't even want this. I don't either. My That's- teeth are coated, Daniel. How are you functioning? I've only had two. I was like, I can't do a fifth. I got to get rid of this <laughs> you, thing. You, you, I got to ditch this. Your thing. your blood will be thick after this podcast. All right. Yeah. Uh, so Undead and Luck was pretty good. Um, I have like nothing to say about it. Shangri-La. Yeah. Fine. I didn't watch. Fine. God, I hate that show. I, I'm I'm okay dropping it, honestly. It's the, it's, la- the last episode. The ambulance is coming. Yeah, we, it's not on our street. I live somewhat close to a very active road. Um, The fucking, yeah, the last episode, like, infuriated me. Oh, yeah. I'm like, nothing happens in this show already. You're going to give me 12 minutes of, a, like, a PowerPoint montage of him going through fights? Yeah, Fuck I, may, you. I, may, I may drop it. All right. it's, uh, it's incredibly fine. It's no. I have no feelings towards it whatsoever. I thought it was going to be an isekai that broke all the rules. Uh, the, and it was like, oh, wow, this isekai is, we're finally, you know, not pervy. And it's just so fucking boring. Uh, so Shangri-La, it's fine. I'm I'm probably going to keep walk, watching it, but yeah. just don't expect don't much to coverage talk about it. About yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, outside of that, Spy Family had another good, tense, funny episode. Nice. And I would like to get to my flashback because my flashback is huge news. Is it gone? I won't guess. Oh, it's gone. Yo. But it's about gone oh boy. because Togashi, the yeah. mangaka of Hunter Hunter, released through a daytime television show the possible ending of JJK in case he fucking dies. That's great. Can you imagine like a fucking mangaka being on like USA Today? Yeah. I can't believe they're on like- He didn't go. Day- he, didn't, he, he wrote them a letter. Oh, he's fucking in the hospital bed still mm-hmm. where he lives. Yeah, he, he wrote them a letter and then they read it. Like gotcha. he was like, yeah, I'm not going to yeah. make a fucking television appearance. So he gives them a letter. They read it. Uh, that gets translated, goes to Twitter, gets to America eventually. So by the way, this is this is a good caveat here. I've already done a video about this, but Togashi is 57 years old. You would, you would think that the way he talks about his life- 80, 90, 85. Yeah. What is this debilitating? Ba- Someone needs to pop that disc back into his back. That's my like, thing, what man. does he have? I don't know. Like, I, was like, I was like, spinal surgery exists. Yeah. Chiropractic exists. Like, I understand that people like can have de- like debilitating like injuries and like because of like monetary situations, yeah. they can't like get those fixed. Togashi is worth almost a quarter billion dollars. Wow. Like, he is one of the richest mangakas of all time. He is fine. Yeah. He could have a chiropractor at his house every single day. He could rip out a poor person's spine and put it into yeah. his back. Like there, there's like, I understand debilitating issue. And like, if he doesn't want to get fixed, that's fine. And like, I'll never be, I'll never be the person to be like, well, good, write the manga. Like if he has health issues, that's fine. But like, I don't know. Like he just like, yeah. whenever he tries to, like, but we're curious, but like genuinely yeah. I'm curious about like, how are we still affected by yeah. this? Like you have so much goddamn money. Uh, but like, maybe he doesn't want to get under the knife. Maybe he's like Bob Marley and he's going to die of toe cancer. But, 57 years old, currently planning for his death. Yeah. Meanwhile, Hayao Miyazaki, 82, <laughs> being like, I'm making movies. Hayao Miyazaki's over here getting ready for puberty to hit. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, it, like, people are actively <laughs> trying to keep Hayao Miyazaki out of the, like, yeah. out of, like, the like, animating studio. They're like, please, you don't even have an idea. You just released the movie. It's doing very well. Yeah. Uh, fucking stop. And he's like, no, 
No, I don't want to. And meanwhile, Togashi's like 57. He's like, I don't know. I'll make it. And we're like, dude. He's like, get, starts getting out of a chair. And he's like, oh, dad, dad, kill me. Every, I'd be dead. Oh, oh, I just felt my, my, my second kidney yeah, fall this, out of my ass. This is it. This is it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Meanwhile, Hayao Miyazaki wakes up every morning in this order, wakes up, puts on his mustache, smokes mm. two cigarettes. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Makes a cup of rum and he's like, let's get to fucking yeah. work. And he's like, they need Ponyo too. <laughs> <laughs> they, need they need too fast to Ponyo. <laughs> Gotta get, a, gotta get on this shit. Anyways, so. They need Ponyo back to Madagascar. <laughs> yeah. He's just losing his mind. Yeah. I can't wait for the Hayao Miyazaki dementia era. The movies we're gonna get are gonna be wild. I know. So, anyways, well, like, it kind of makes sense that he's like planning for like, here's my thing with Hunter Hunter. Hunter Hunter is currently embarked on what will be its biggest and grandest adventure of all time. They are on a ship to like basically Hunter Hunter story as it currently stands. It was revealed that the entire world as we knew it was just in a lake. Are you shaking? Are you, are you, fucking, are you fucking shaking? I saw you vibrating. I saw, <laughs> I saw you. I got, I I got at, the honey shivers. I, saw you, I looked at you and you're like... <laughs> You're fucking, we have to end this podcast soon. I almost spit water. Damn, he's about to fucking explode. I took a drink. I got the honey shivers. <laughs> I looked at him. He just could not sit still. Uh, Danny, stop eating the honey, says Pantomom. That's what I, listen, he's trying to get me hooked, ladies and gentlemen. I'm so close to throwing up. I'm not joking. It's not a bit. I have eaten so much of this bee shit. Oh, ooh, amen to that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Are you out? I'm out. Oh, thank fuck. Holy oh, shit. Was eight not enough? <laughs> We've been freed. We've been freed from the honey. All right. Anyways. Uh, anyways. But yeah, what, like. It's been revealed to Hunter yeah, Hunter. Yeah. The entire world is in a fucking lake. And like. Well, spoilers for the maybe ending of I, Hunter I, Hunter. Nobody knows. No, well, but he says if he dies, this is canon. Yeah. This is the ending. So, so he goes, I have four endings. Yes. Three of which, I won't tell you, A, B, and C. D is canon if I die. Here's what D is. Yes. But the problem is, currently, yeah. is like he is, he revealed recently that like the entire world exists in this lake. And then everything outside of the lake is called the Dark Continent. Nobody can go there. If you go there, you die. Currently, all of the main characters, not named Gone and Kilowa, are on their way to the Dark Continent. So like every important character is currently going to the place that's going to possibly kill them all. Uh-huh. And so, like, now, currently, like, we, we're at this process of exploring what's going to be the biggest, most expansive arc in the history of Hunter x Hunter. Like, Hunter x Hunter is 400 chapters long, and apparently, we haven't scratched the surface of what the story could possibly unveil. Mm. So, we're like, the, the problem with Togashi right now, and Hunter x Hunter, mind you, started in 1998. We're 26 years into Hunter x Hunter. So he's like, yeah, I can now kind of understand, like, as a 57-year-old, why he might be planning on his death. Because there might be 400 chapters, like, remaining left in the story. And so now he's like, all right, if it's taken me 26 years, and for 13 of those years, I was way healthier than I currently am yeah. to do 400 chapters, another 26 years, I'll be... 80 and like there's no way like with the debilitating back pain i have now as a 57 year old i'm gonna be drawing when i'm 80 so what happened is yes togashi revealed that he has three possible endings for hunter hunter ending a he says in it in the most togashi thing ever because togashi was gagging atami before gagging atami was mm -hmm. gagging atami so 
Togashi was like, these three endings have varying levels of like, like satisfaction des- rates. Yeah, like desirability to yeah. the grander public. And he's like, so A, like ending A would be 80% approved, like with 20% being disapproved. Ending B, 50 50. Ending C would be 10% approval. Yeah. 90, he's like, 90% yeah. of people would hate this ending, but this is the ending I want to do. Yeah. Which I was thinking, and I was like, the Hunter Hunter fan base is so fucking ravenous. A, for an ending, and B, for an ending that Togashi writes and draws. Yeah. The only way I can think of an ending that Togashi would want that nobody else would is if the boat sinks. Is, is it like that is, I was thinking about it and it was like, yeah. what would 10% of Hunter Hunter fans like while 90% of them hate? And like, I was like, and what would Togashi want? And it would absolutely be, <laughs> oh no, an iceberg. And then everyone dies and yeah. he's like, story's done, fuck you. And he retires. Honestly, I'm, I'd be shocked if he doesn't go with that ending. Cause yeah. he's like, this is my favorite one. I'm planning to die soon. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Yeah. You know, like just do it. Also, so I read, we'll get into what ending D was, I yeah. assume. I read, like, you know, what the ending was. I don't know what the fuck's going Honor on. fucking yeah, nonsense. Nonsense, because yeah. I haven't seen this show. Um, and so I don't know what's going on. I look in the comments. They're all like, man, talk about a mid-ending. Talk about the definition of, like, normal. If I was Togashi, in his circumstances, thinking I'm going to die soon, like... Giving people this ending in case I die, I would read a single one of those comments yeah. and then stop working on Hunter Hunter forever. You'd be like, oh, Fuck chapter 401, them. never mind. Yeah. See you later. Fuck those people. Yeah. Or I would just whip up a doodle and be like, this is the end. One page, it's wrapped up. Yeah, it's literally just, and it's the black whale like halfway yeah. in the water and just yeah. like crop, you could like literally drowning. <gasps> what? Kropika literally drowns. <laughs> You haven't watched Hunter Hunter, so you wouldn't know how important and how funny that would fucking be. But if Karapika dies by drowning, oh my God, that would be so... There's a meme from Hunter Hunter. It's like, Karapika is now drowning in a pit of like... Does, is he like, constantly drowning? Yeah, well, it's like it's like Karapika... I, for, I forget exactly what happens to him, but like Karapika, I think, finds like some of his like like clansman's eyeballs or something. It's like, Karapika is now drowning in an endless pit of despair. But if Karapika actually fucking drowns, Holy shit, that would be hilarious. And I would be, here's the thing. I don't care how he ends the story. I just want him to end it. I will always be, regardless with what he does, in the 10%. If he sunk the ship, I would find that fucking hilarious. (laughs) I would love that ending, which is a problem because I was like, damn, I feel like a lot of people would actually love that ending, ironically. And I was like, probably wouldn't be 10%. So I'm like, how do you get to a 10% approval rating on an ending? But anyways, the ending that he was like, ending D has been cut. It's not A, B, or C. It'd be funny if he was like, because he was like, ending C is my favorite. Yeah. It'd be funny if ending C is he just stops. Yeah. He's, like he just doesn't do it. <laughs> ending C is, uh, yeah, that last chapter you read. You um, actually, you already know it. Uh, mm-hmm. So ending D is like, he's like, this is the one that I don't want to be the ending, which is why people being like, wow, talk about a mid ending. He's like, yeah, motherfucker. This yeah. is the one he didn't want. Yeah, read the thing. Yeah. Like, and so he was like, this is the ending I didn't want. This is the one that hit like the cutting room floor. And basically it's like Gone's grandchild, who's a girl, catches the Lord of the Lake, which is how Hunter Hunter opens, that Gone catches the Lord of the Lake, which is like a yeah, fish. Yeah, he's in his like leaf Yeah, he's camo. in his leaf like yeah. outfit and he catches a, like it's like a big fish with crab legs. Yeah. Uh, so Gone's granddaughter, Jin, catches it and she shows it to her mom and she's like, now you can't 
ever tell me to be a hunter. Uh-huh. Uh, and so she's like, God damn it, I wanted you to be a hunter, which is crazy, which like might speak to like how the politics of the world have changed because like hunt, being a hunter is terrifying. It's like a lot of them die. Like they get an insane amount of money and they go on adventures, but like a lot of them die. And so like the mom turns to Gone's son uh, because the mom of Gone's grandmother isn't, what are we looking at? Nothing. We're just up here. Sorry. I thought that was a ghost. <laughs> no. Oh, you look at the Hunter Hunter poster. Yeah. I love that. Uh, I can just point at the characters if you would like. Well, I was just looking at it. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> Gon's dad, so like the granddaughter's dad is Gon's son. And so, like, the mom turns to Gon's son, or yeah, Gon's son, her husband, and is like, Why are you and like our daughter like this? Why do you never want to leave Whale Island? Which is all Gon ever wanted to do. Gon wanted to leave Whale Island. He wanted to go be a hunter. He wanted to like go follow after his father, Jing. And he's like, he just kind of like smiles. He's like, oh, I don't know. And she's like, oh, is it because of like the blood of aunt or grandma Mito, who is Gon's mother, but not really. It's Gon's aunt. Mm-hmm. And then, or, or grandma Noko, who's Gon's wife, who was the only other child on the island. She's like this redheaded child who like kind of gets introduced in the beginning. And it's like, okay, apparently in this ending, Gon went back to Whale Island, settled down with Noko, had children. That child got married, had a child who doesn't want to be a hunter. So- Jin, the granddaughter, brings the fish back to like their kind of house and they cut up the fish and she's like talking with her family and she's like, I want to prepare this fish for the entire island. And they're talking about how she never wants to leave the island. And then apparently some chubby child. I was like, and this, all of this has been roughly translated from Japanese. Apparently some chubby child kicks in the door with a plant and is like, oh, you caught the Lord of the Lake. Let's prepare it for the entire island. I brought a, I brought a plant. Uh-huh. I don't understand. I do not understand for the life of me what the fuck was going on there. And so they're like preparing it and they're like, oh, wow, do I love this island? And then it's like a bird flies away from the, the like the cottage they're all living in. And it's like the grandchild of one. It's like a narrator, the grandchild of one, the daughter of another, the son of another, all of them exchanging smiles in different places. So it's like kind of implied that Gone had a grandchild because like Jin. Uh-huh. And then it's like the son of another, which would imply that either like what people are thinking is like, this implies that the ending it shows us like maybe Kilowa's son or Leorio's son or Karapika's son or any of their daughters mm-hmm. because it's a grandchild, a daughter, and a son, mm-hmm. which means there's three kids and there's four original characters. Right. So it's like I, three of those four had children that went on to like go like live good lives and exchange smiles somewhere. And then as the bird flies away, you see a figure in the distance and that figure in the distance is very obviously Grandpa Gone watching over his family like cook everything. Mm-hmm. And basically the reason that Jin, his granddaughter, doesn't want to be a hunter is because Gone was uh, like never around. Mm-hmm. Like he settled down with Noko, knocked her up, and then was just never around. Mm-hmm. So he was like, uh, she's like, oh, you don't understand. Every time that Gone talks about his like adventuring time as a hunter, like grandma Noko gets upset because like uh. she was like, you left me here for months, if not years. I like cooked, had children, raised children all without you. So I want to stay on Whale Island. So I think what Togashi was trying to do with this ending is be like, hey, there's an adventure in everything. Like you can go and search for an adventure on the horizon or you can live with those around you and live the adventure of life with them. Yeah. Uh, so I don't mind this ending. I don't, I don't think like this ending for Hunter Hunter is like the worst thing I've ever heard, but like, I don't know. Like, like there's so many not like, yeah, it's a great ending. Now we know what happens with Gone, but we don't know what happens with Kropika, Leorio, yeah. Kilowatt. There's so many unanswered questions. Right. So I don't, like, I hope Togashi finishes the story, but like, I am happy to know that like, if he does kick it in 20 fucking years, cause like Japanese men live longer than anybody else on earth, except for Japanese women. Yeah. Like that he'll like, at least I'll, I'll know what will happen with Gone. Yeah. 
What's crazy? 20 years from now, 25 years from now, when he actually does die, and my, I have to explain to my children who are fucking 18 that this is the ending of Hunter Hunter and like show them a tweet, it's yeah. gonna be ridiculous. By that, that is, time, <laughs> I'm assuming somebody will have animated it, thank yeah. God, but still. That is weird. Um, I, you know, I got nothing. You got nothing? I got nothing. You haven't well, read funny, a single chapter, why would I, you? I like the idea of that theme where it's like, go. I like I like highlighting like, uh, what is it called? Got it. Yeah, yeah. I got honey on the brain. Oh, you got I, honey on the everywhere. I, yeah, I, I got, got honey, the honey the in the veins. Mm -hmm. um, this is like our Lethal Company playthrough, which we have to shout out. Yeah, we will. We will. Yeah. Uh, I like I like the idea of highlighting some of Gone's flaws with this ending, where it's like he was kind of a shitty dad and husband. Yeah. And that's cool. Hell of an adventurer, though. Yeah. Because they're like, like oh, he's Avenger. a legendary hunter. Yeah. yeah. I, I like that. That's a cool, like, grounded ending. I, it's funny because I have this preconceived notion that Hunter Hunter is outrageously boring. Just from everything I've seen. I've seen the first seven episodes. They're not interesting. I hate you so much. And everything I see doesn't interest me. And then I see this ending, and I'm like, oh, that's boring. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and Scott Pilgrim, the story in you don't get it. It's an e-boy gamer boy who gets his bisexual. But Nick, girlfriend. do you get it? You get. You just like Scott Pilgrim because he's you. Do you get it though? You like Scott Pilgrim because he's you. That's it. That's it. You're you just like you're a, you're a gamer boy. You got me. And his bisexual. Sarah's not a bisexual, but yeah. God, oh God, does she get that a lot? Boy, does she look like it? Oh, she fucking fits the bill. Uh, anyways, what's your flashback? And if uh, you don't have one, boy, oh boy, do I have one for you. Thanks. I'll take it. Do you really? Yeah. Uh, there is a new ending of Attack on Titan coming. Oh, I told you that. You did. You yeah, did. I, did. I made a video about it. I but yeah. do have a flashback. Yeah. There we go. Um, there's new ending of Attack on Titan coming. Yeah, there is. Technically, kind of, not really, but technically. Don't, hey, hey, no caveats. It's fan art. It looks pretty good. It Yeah, there's a trailer. It's have you read the Attack manga? No. Oh. It's called Attack on Titan Requiem. There you go. Um, and it is a bunch of fans and ex-wit animators yep. who like actually worked on Attack on Titan. I don't know how this isn't a legal nightmare. Uh, it will be eventually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, we'll get there. Um, but like, yeah, they're just making an alternate animated uh, ending for Attack on Titan. Right now, it's four chapters into its manga. No? Three chapters into its manga. Um, and, oh, look at that. And you shaking? <laughs> You're like an alcoholic who hasn't had a drink by noon. Hey, you gonna eat that honey? All right, world of t-shirts, <laughs> no. fucking take it. Um, no, but I'm not. But, <laughs> yeah, um, you gotta break through. You gotta, <laughs> listen, you gotta get through the second level of, like, of <laughs> consciousness. Um, but yeah, so new ending of Attack on Titan. How do you feel? Uh, I've read the manga. Yeah. It's not over, is it? No, yeah. no. So they're currently in the process of like, they're like flying on Falco to go like detonate Aaron's neck. Gotcha. Uh, it's way more focused on, so like basically in this one, the biggest difference. I won't. You put that down. I reach for the honey. You put, you put that. For you put audio that, only listeners. You put that down, good sir. Um, so basically the biggest difference is that Aaron, there's no Aaron saw the future and is now like a bad guy, but only because he wanted to make his friends look like good guys. It's Aaron saw the future, saw that there was only one future where there, like the cycle of hatred was closed and that was if he sacrificed the earth. So Aaron is the bad guy. Mm -hmm. Like Aaron basically after coming into contact with Historia tries to keep like coming into contact with Historia 
area to see if there's like a possible different future that he can find that's better. And so it's like he's tried multiple different ways to like identify the best possible future. But every future he sees, the cycle of hatred continues. Mm -hmm. So he's like, I try and save the things around me. He's like, I've tried to help the people around me and helping them doesn't change the future. Like doesn't change the future in any meaningful capacity because Aaron is now looking at the future through scope. Like he's like, I don't care if we live or die. I want humanity and like Paradise Island and like like war. He wants to end war basically. And so this focuses more on Aaron trudging towards a future that he doesn't necessarily like. Like he doesn't, he's not like, oh my God, I'm so stoked on genocide. But he's like, I've seen all possible futures. There's one where war stops and it's if I sacrifice the world. And so Armin, instead of being like, oh, thanks for being a mass murderer for us or thanks like for showing me like the freedom and all that, Armin and everybody else who comes to kill Aaron is still there. It's like, uh, it's two sides disagreeing. And like, so like Armin and Aaron, instead of like having a conversation and hanging out and Aaron being like, no, I want Mikasa to pine over me is evil. Like he's he's evil. Like he's like, he's not evil. He's morally grind. He he exists in the darker Uh. sections of gray, but like he's seen a future with his abilities. And like also this manga, Requiem, does a way better job at fleshing out in a non-plot hole way the powers of the founding titan which is wild because it's not written by isayama yeah like like they've made more sense of the founding titan's abilities than isayama the creator of the manga that's so Uh, funny so it's not it is it is better in some capacities i'll say like if you want Aaron to be redeemed then boy oh boy stick to the original ending yeah however if you hated the flip floppiness of Aaron being like I'm a bad guy but only because I want you guys to be yeah. good guys and you'll re- you like you'll remember this now but you'll forget it once you leave the paths and all that but also I wish I kissed Mikasa yeah. she's gonna leave if you want to cut all of that fucking yeah. like fluff then boy oh boy is this the manga for you yeah. it is pretty good also there's no him sipping over Mikasa he knocks up Historia Oh, he's, crazy. A, he has a baby with his story wow, in crazy. this manga ending. Yeah, yeah but like, it's like wait, that. so if it's not over, like how much left is there? Like, where does it end, chapter three? I, I like they're currently on their way to kill Aaron. Like, oh, they're on how their, do you know all this? Because I've read it. No, but I mean, like, if they're on all the shit you just said doesn't happen, happens mid killing Aaron. Yeah, if they're not even there yet. No, hasn't no, no, happened no. in the manga because happens, they're not there. You know how you know how Armin talks to Zeke and he like rallies all the like previous Titan shifters to like. Help yeah, that's them. when they're already on. Uh, oh, the rewrites. Aaron. The rewrite starts at chapter one thirty seven. I should have said that. Okay, so everything that happens until chapter one thirty seven happens in. Attack on Titan Requiem, technically. Gotcha. So Attack on Titan Requiem is only a rewrite of chapters 137 through 139.5. Right, but I'm saying Aaron simping over Mikasa and doing all that happens after chapter three of Requiem. No. Yes. If they're not even at Aaron no, yet no, 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 by no, no, chapter no, no, no. three. They're on his spine. They've already fought all of like the like, oh, okay, Titan okay, shifters. Okay, They've gotcha. killed the Okapi. Armin is free. Yeah. And now they're all on Falco's back flying towards Aaron's neck. Oh, I see. Yeah, okay. like, so like they're all like, they were on the rib cage. Yeah, they battled against everybody. Gotcha, okay. um, so they're flying towards Aaron's neck currently at the end of chapter three of Requiem. So they're probably just going to kill Aaron. And then like, I, I don't I don't know where they're going to go. But like the ending, I would say is less plot holy. Uh, it sticks to the actual general themes of Attack on Titan. It makes Aaron look like less of a bitch. And it probably will end with the cycle of hatred being like, either the cycle of hatred will continue and it'll be because Aaron is like, beaten yeah. or the cycle of hatred will be broken and Aaron will have known that he needed to die to end the cycle of hatred or something. But like 
what like we're heading in a direction that sticks to the themes there's no flip-flopping Aaron is more of a consistent character Armin is more of a consistent character like everybody sticks to their guns yeah like there's no like oh I'm the good guy but I'm also the like that annoyed that annoyed the ever-living shit out of me yeah uh so as it currently stands I really like it and the animated trailer looks good looks good yeah yeah looks like wit attack on Titan which yeah. is sick uh, and like, I, I don't think it's going to look as good as Mappa's, you know, yeah. like slave driven hour and a half, like, fi- yeah. like finale we got for Attack on Titan, but it's probably still going to be pretty good. I think it won't come up. Uh, well, allegedly it comes out next year. Yeah. It comes out fall 2024 yeah, like soon. Considering the fact the manga is not done. That is an ambitious timeline. Yeah. I was going to say otherwise I wouldn't expect it to come out for like five years. Here's my like, thing. So, oh, did, did you have more? No. Okay. Here's my thing. The legal nightmare. Of yeah, releasing true. this. Yeah. My biggest thing, remember the Dragon Ball tail fucking fan thing where like Goku has like his son Goku transformation. Yeah, yeah. Vegeta gets his arm cut yeah. off all that. Or no, Vegeta cuts Broly's arm off. I feel like that exists in the same vein as this. Where it's like a fan-made retelling of a uh-huh. key part of the story of a anime they enjoy. I guess so. it would just need, like, I feel like they get a little more legal leeway because it looks so different and it is so different. Like, mm-hmm. it's so clearly... I don't know, though. I guess I don't know anything about right? law like that because it's not a parody. It's not a parody. And also, the biggest issue is faces and names. Yeah. Trademark-wise. Like, yeah. You, you trademark like, like appearances and names, and that's what they're going to be using. Like, they're calling this Attack on Titan Requiem... It's meant to look like Attack on Titan. Like the yeah. Dragon Ball thing also is just, so clearly a different art style. Mm-hmm. It's also made to sound like Attack on Titan. Yeah. Like they show Aaron's voice actor, who's like a YouTube voice actor, sounds just like Aaron's voice actor. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's probably going to be a nightmare. I think it won't be released on YouTube. I think it'll be like a, like my current hypothesis would be like a Patreon thing. Yeah. Because Patreon is the way to get around copyright. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's on Patreon. It's not well, publicly available. It's the way to get around it unless unless you're going up directly against mappa well no i mean like unless like like if i put up like just episodes of pokemon the only reason that's not getting taken down is because like nintendo isn't sweeping patreon yeah if like coincidentally one of my fans was like a pokemon employee Mm -hmm. they told nintendo they could get it taken off patreon gotcha so it's more like about Patreon, it's more about the levels that you have to go through to get there. Yeah, like Patreon's like don't do copyrighted content. Like it tells you not to, but gotcha. it's like who's looking? Exactly. Like, you're like yeah. don't, don't do it, silly. Yeah, yeah. And you're like I'm just watching anime over yeah. here. <laughs> uh, so I think that or they just won't make money on it. Yeah, I think that's like another thing. Is like if they put it up on YouTube, yeah, Mappa can copyright it, and then technically Mappa just makes money off those views. See, if I'm Mappa, that's what I do. I'm you Mop- could take it down though. You could. You yeah. absolutely could. But the thing is. Technically, if you copyright, if like somebody uses your IP or your music or anything else on YouTube, you can copyright strike it and then just take the money that yeah. they they make on that video. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. That's so the move. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, you just put up. Oh, thanks for the uh, the paycheck that I did absolutely nothing for. Yeah, I think what they may be like banking on though is because this got released. The trailer got released now, probably like eight days ago. They may be banking on Mappa just not being around in a year. Yeah. Like, just like, listen, with Japan cracking down on like what what are called like black companies in Japan, yeah. like places that like abuse their workers and like force them to work like a hundred hours with no overtime. Like that's been a recent thing happening with like the upcoming generation of workers like coming into Japan. With Japan cracking down on those, Mappa just might not be around. True. So but like, Mappa doesn't own the rights. It's the whoever hired Mappa to do it. Oh, because Toho. that's why like Toho and Suisha. Yeah, it's not like wit sold it to Mappo, mm. Wit got fired. 
Gotcha. Yeah. They'll so, be around. Yeah. They'll definitely. They'll be they're around not around. going anywhere. Yeah. They just have to make the money off it. Yeah. I want to fucking see it. I know. Put it up on Live Leak or something. Yeah. I'll watch it there. It'd be so sick. If it gets uploaded, it'll exist for perpetuity. Yeah. Like, like if anything's ever been put on the internet, it's there forever. It'll stay. Yeah. For sure. I'll just like use my onion browser. I'll go to yeah. Silk Road 8.0. Yeah, I'll go Silk Road. Yeah, I'll buy, buy, I'll buy it, it there. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, my Best Boys. Yeah. This week are Boys Who Kiss Boys. Why is that? Uh, because Tokyo Avenger officially has BL. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Shout out to the gays. Wow, look at that. Who are, for some reason, watching Tokyo Avengers um, because there is two characters in Tokyo Avengers who we've kind of been focusing on this season. Yeah. And it's been revealed uh, that one of them is like, one of them, his name's Kokonoi. He's really good at making money. Another one's name's Inui. Uh, and so it's like- uh, He's really good at taking money. And he's, yeah, he, he's like basically his sugar, <laughs> yeah. like his sugared like baby. Uh-huh. And so they go from like gang to gang and they make these gangs a bunch of money. And they just ended up in the Tokyo Manji gang. And, but like Kokonoi gets stolen to this other gang because they're like, we need you to make us money. And Inu is like trying to get him back. They're like fighting. He like grabs him by the hands. He pulls him close. And then Inu is like, I'm Inui, not Akane. And then they do this background thing where apparently Kokonoi was in love with Inui's older sister and they have the same face. Mm-hmm. But Akane dies in a fire. And so like, uh, there's like this weird flashback thing where Inu is walking around in heels. Yeah. And it was like, Inu is walking around in heels. And I think it's like technically, I think it's technically supposed to be like, oh, this is how Kokonoi sees Inui as like an extension of Akane. But like he's walking around in heels and then he falls asleep on like a little like windowsill in a library. Mm-hmm. And Kokonoi just like, there's like billowing like shades and wow. like the, they, they blow up and Kokonoi is gone. And you see Kokonoi like, right next to Inu and he like kisses him while he's asleep. Whoa. And then he's like, and then he immediately starts crying and the gay fear sets in and he's like, oh no. Whoa. So apparently, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think I think boys who kiss boys might be a thing in Tokyo Avengers. In bold for such a popular and huge yeah. show in like Japan. Like a full on BL kiss. Yeah. yeah, wow. That sounds cool. That sounds yeah. like well done and mm-hmm. kind of spooky. It is. And then I was like, all right. I was like watching it. I was like, okay, he's gay. And I was yeah. like, He's by he's bisect. He wants the sister. He oh, any hole is the goal. Any face is the any face is the goal. It was very confusing. Yeah, but fucking BL and Tokyo Avengers. BL Sounds and cool. TR. Sounds artsy and mm-hmm. like well done. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I my best boy. Uh, I was just a sucker for boy love too. Yeah, you know. Uh, my best boy is uh, this new anime that just dropped on Crunchyroll. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard of this, but it's like already is got forward. It's not forward. For, for it is, it is surprisingly not free. It's a Which I got to episode four. Are very good. People are, people were not lying. Really? Very good. Even though it's episodic and slice of life. Uh, it's actually not like it's like, so oh, they drop the episodes four at a time. It's like oh. they drop the episodes once a month, four episodes at a time. Whoa. And it's like each episode is like each arc is four episodes long. So like after the fourth episode, you get into like the actual story. Interesting. Yeah. That's like uh arcane arcane did that. I guess. Uh, I don't, Objectively, Arcane did that. I fucking I have no uh, idea. But so, um, uh, I watched this new show. Um, it's not a lot of people are talking about it, but it already has a sequel series confirmed and a prequel series. It's God. it's called uh, uh, Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. Have you heard of this? I haven't. You haven't seen this? No. It it's like it's a mixed bag because on one hand, it like compared to modern animation. Uh-huh. It is dog shit when put up next to like Jujutsu Kaisen, mm-hmm. uh, like Demon Slayer, stuff like that. Yeah. Not good. Very stiff animation. Okay. But How's the voice acting? It's good. I buy that it's children. Okay. They like the budget 
tanks when it comes to any adult character. Gotcha. So they they do, I think it's like in a post-apocalyptic like AI kind of situation. Is that why the trees look like that? All of the, so you've seen like bits, like clips? No, just the the tree is notoriously very sad. The tree? Yeah, his Christmas tree. Thanksgiving. Oh. That's the sequel coming out in December. Oh, the sequel coming out in December. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. 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 I, they, I was thinking ahead. They have a, so it's about Charlie Brown um, and they have a prequel series coming out at some point. What uh, would the prequel, is, would that be Halloween? The prequel series takes place during Halloween. It's gotcha. uh, when Charlie Brown's rival Linus mm-hmm. um, takes on the Pumpkin King. And yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Does There's the Pumpkin whole- steal his blanket? I don't know. It's not out. Oh, it's not out. I haven't read the I'm manga. Figure that, like, they would, I haven't read the manga. They could bury that in the trailer at least well, a little bit. I don't. It's it's an alleged uh, thing. The okay. fight scenes are pretty good. There's a bit where uh, one of the characters, Snoopy, fights like a lawn chair demon. That's pretty good. There's That's some good sick. choreography in there. Nice. It does. I'm have, assuming it's like kind of like a big cloud, and you see the occasional fist coming out. No, there's choreography. Full on choreography. That's not a bit. Okay. <laughs> they fight. They box. Mm-hmm. Um. They. Uh. So can I spoil a little of it? Yeah, I think you could. The opening sequence has one of the best twists I've seen in anime history. Okay. Because they spend so long establishing this Lucy character, this relationship between uh, Charlie Brown and Lucy. Mm. And there's like some tension because she has this football and Charlie Brown. <laughs> I was really, I was about to, I was about to make a joke about this. And I was like, I think this is where he's adding. I'm not going to ruin his setup. And Charlie Brown uh-huh. is trepidatious to, she's going to put it down and they're going to do a kickoff. Yeah. He's trepidatious to kick it because Lucy is a morally gray character. Yeah who has like heard him in the past, but they've been through a lot together. Mm-hmm. And she's like, and he, he thinks that she's changed. Yeah. He, he trusts her. He trusts her. Yeah. And because she's like Charlie Brown, you know, the Thanksgiving tradition of Japan has his tradition mm-hmm. during Thanksgiving, the to football, play American football, the football kickoff, yeah. the American yeah. kick, uh, football kickoff. They do it all the time. They do it all the time. If and you haven't been to Japan, you don't deserve an opinion on this matter. And she's like, I come from a very honorable clan. Yeah. We do not fuck with tradition. Um, yeah. We so, do calligraphy, tea, yeah. and kicking American footballs. Yeah, they. Yeah. she comes from a house of assassins, and mm-hmm. they are very sworn to tradition. She's like, Charlie Brown, I swear to you, if you kick this football, it will be there by the time you're like foot connects to Like how I'm there for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They hug, there's tension, they might kiss. Um, I'm glad they don't, because it is. there's a lot of like lolly-ism mm-hmm. with it, but you kind of got to overlook. You have to start asking the question, why is this show so popular? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and so he takes takes a long wind-up back. Mm-hmm. He walks like super far, starts- Probably because he trusts her so much. Trusts her, trusts yeah. her a ton. Starts hauling ass towards his football, and you're like- this kid's getting a win. Mm-hmm. This kid, this this is a this kid's a fucking blockhead. Yeah. I can tell, but he's gonna get this win, and we're gonna establish this friendship right here. Mm-hmm. She, this, I I won't say the c say word. It. Hey, no, I won't say, say it, it, King. This fucking bitch. Say it, King. This fucking bitch. Say it, King. Swipes it out of the way. He goes sailing. He goes soaring up into the sky. Lands right on his back. Slip discs all over the goddamn place. He's crippled. If that isn't a perfect encapsulation of dating women in 2023, you trust them. 
Oh my God! You, you put your them, life on the line for them, and they take your goddamn balls away. That's you, what they do. They take. That's your, what they that's do. That's what they do. Yeah. Listen, you're not hanging out with the boys anymore because you're. No. Saying, oh, Lucy says, "Oh, we can kick it tonight. I'll hold your balls." Yeah, I'll hold your. Before balls. you know it, before you know it, uh oh, yeah. oh, I said the wrong thing at dinner. Balls are gone. <laughs> balls are gone. Balls are gone. And now I'm not with yeah. the boys. Next thing you know, you got a dog cooking your Thanksgiving dinner for some for some floozy down the street. Can't choose between you and her lesbian girlfriend. And now my best friend's obsessed with a blanket, yeah. and somehow Lucy. A character who just wiped out me is is stronger than the man who beat Luffy in a fight. Yeah, yeah. It's fucked. It's all fucked. Um, All comes back to women in the end, man. It's good, though. It is interesting, but that was my best. I, I, I like that they they already have a like a, a Charlie Brown greater they have universe, universe. setup. Yeah. yeah, they have a universe. Because what's a, what is it? What it's an IP without a universe? This well, what's good about this manga is it is known for its twists. Mm-hmm. Like the whole setup is you know uh, this girl Pepper and Patty uh, shows up and she's like Charlie Brown, you are hosting my Thanksgiving, and he's like, bitch, I'm eleven. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot more to get through. Please don't. <laughs> okay, keep going. All right. And she's not. <laughs> I hate this <laughs> I thought the lightning sticks were the only bit. <laughs> oh, he's like, All right, all right, continue. And she's, he's like, bitch. <laughs> That's what he says to her. <laughs> fucking. I've been burned before. And he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm having a bad day, Patty. Don't fuck with me. My full back is out. And she, she keeps calling and he's like, well, I can't do, I can't be pulling this shit right now. My parents are gone. And she's like, don't worry about it. It's cool. She hangs up, calls again. She's like, guess what? Franklin just walked in. Do you know Franklin? Me neither. He's just some fucking kid shows up. And he's like, I'm coming to this shit. I hear Charlie Brown's throwing a huge banger of a Thanksgiving. Absolutely. I'll be there. Then she hangs up again. Linus shows up. Charlie Brown's like, hey, you got to help me out of this, man. Yeah. I got to figure something out. Linus is like, why don't you just explain to her you can't throw a Thanksgiving? And he's like, are you fucking nuts? <laughs> you don't fuck with Peppermint Patty. Do you know how high on the social ladder Peppermint <laughs> motherfucking Patty is? You know how fucking cool this girl is? It's like 1973 and she's openly gay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, know, Do you know how many people get away with this? The fucking we killed balls. a dude last week for this. <laughs> I, fucking, I beat a kid with my Halloween rocks for being gay. Um, so Snoopy, I'll wrap up. Snoopy uh, is the one who does the Thanksgiving dinner for them, which is like unbelievably cool of this dog. Mm-hmm. He gets no thanks. Nope. Uh, she's livid. It's jelly beans. It's toast. It's popcorn. It is not what she's come to expect. Oh, it's also a dog, Peppermint yeah. Patty. She is furious. Mm-hmm. She is pissed. Yeah. And then Charlie Brown's like, hey, mate, fucking mm-hmm. give me a break here. Yeah. I got my dog slaving away <laughs> on this shit. He, he handmade jelly beans, bitch. I've torn all the hair off of my head stressing <laughs> about this day. I'm 11 and bald. I'm bald. I'm clinically depressed. <laughs> No. I can't kick a ball to save yeah. my life. Yeah, like, you got to cut me some goddamn slack. Yeah. She does. They go to his grandmother's for a real Thanksgiving. It's a good time. Big twist ending. Huge twist.
twist ending. Snoopy goes into his little doghouse, pulls out a fucking pristine mint cooked turkey for him and Woodstock to enjoy. He's had a turkey the whole time. He was holding back on this bitch for being a bitch. Wow. That's my best book. Wow. You let me do so much of that. I listen, I never listen. After the the five minutes of soliloquies yeah. bit, I've really I've I'm you resolute. Me, yeah. I'm resolute to never stop you. Yeah. That uh, was incredible. Thank you for doing that. I'm glad you laughed finally. I got like six minutes into this bit and I was like, <laughs> this is floundering. <laughs> this is not killing the I way I am thought it would. Bombing. <laughs> All right, that brings us, ladies and gentlemen, to our favorite section of today's video, uh, which would be love letters, which is the part where the live audience gets to ask me and Daniel a question, and we answer it. So if you guys want to watch the podcast live, like 49 incredible people are currently watching us live right now, and ask us questions, then you can become a YouTube member for the $4.99 or $5.99 a month. And we got big news, ladies and gentlemen, huge news. We've created a Patreon, and... Me and Danny have already filmed two additional hour-long videos that are going to be put on that Patreon or on YouTube members yep. uh, because it'll be available both for Patreon yeah. and YouTube members. So, so if, you're, if, you're, if you're here as a YouTube member, this content's already coming to you. Which means you get two additional hours at least of extra content a month from me and Danny, either doing playthroughs, additional podcasts, things like that, uh, little, uh, little BTSs, yeah. things like that. We uh, just played... Two full hours of Lethal Company, some of the funniest gaming I've ever was, done in my entire it life. It was funny. I didn't expect it to be that fun. It was so much goddamn fun. Yeah. And so <laughs> we died in hilarious ways. Uh, Danny sunk into sand. Uh, like uh, to, He drowned in quicksand. Relax. Uh, we stepped on mines. Yeah. I, I threw myself off cliffs. Like Genuinely, lot. if you want a belly laugh and if you love me and Danny's content at all, I would highly, highly, highly recommend either becoming a Patreon member or a YouTube member so you can get some extra content and hang out with us. Uh, anyways, it's love letter time. Danny, what do we got? So we're actually going to be doing two love letters here. Uh, one, because one isn't really a question. It's just kind of me and Danny stating our opinions. But uh, one of our lovely chatters was nice enough to send us $20. So we're going to answer. And it was a good question to begin with. And it's actually something that me and Danny have never discussed, which is odd. Uh, so one of our lovely chatters, who Chad doesn't seem to remember, but possibly named Ian or possibly named Poet, uh, said, Danny and Nick, what are your top five favorite anime of all time? You have yours? I absolutely have mine. Hit me. So I'll go one to five super quick. So number one, Hunter Hunter. Right. Greatest anime and possibly manga ever written. No plot holes. Love Gon, love Kilawa. The character development arcs are fantastic. I like Gon way more than your standard, you know, anime talking head. Uh, second, Naruto pays my bills. Uh, it's also very good. The fights are yeah. incredible. The character development's good. Kind of lacking sometimes in the bad guy category. I love Donzo, I love Nagato, Madara. Some of the other filler villains aren't fantastic, but how can you argue with the greatness that is Naruto? Third up, Assassination Classroom. Wow. Uh, yeah. I, wow. Most people will say that's way too high. What a curveball. It holds a massive place in my heart. Uh, I love Nagisa. I love Karma. I love Koro-sensei. The ending every single time destroys me. Uh, so I've rewatched it a bunch of times. I love it. Another curveball here. Angel Beats at number four. Um, wow. Angel Beats. I watched it. Here's the thing. Definitely a nostalgia pick there. Uh -huh. I watched it. I, I watched Angel Beats when I was like 17. Newish to anime. Uh, it hit me in the right spot. The comedy is spot on. It's 12 episodes. It wraps up quickly. The ending lasts three episodes. Super sincere. Super cute. It's a good twist. Like they're all in heaven. They're trying. They're all in like limbo trying to ascend to heaven. Mm. They need to complete like lingering desires that they have. I love that. And then last up, newest edition. JJK. 
Yeah. I Listen, season two has been probably the greatest season of anime I've ever watched. I loved season one. You didn't. I loved it. Um, I, you can't argue. I would put the first 43 episodes of JJK up against any 43 episodes in any anime ever. And genuinely, I'm taking JJK in that argument almost every single time. Wow. Number six, honorary pick One Piece, though. It's close. Nice. That's where, so it's the number of episodes that, like, has me Mm wishy-washing because I'm like, yes, some of these are really good. Like, Chainsaw Man is an honorable mention for me. Yeah. Because I think give Chainsaw Man one more season, it may dethrone Demon Slayer for me. Gotcha. Um, But mine are in no specific order, but, like, the ones I say first are higher than the ones I'll say last. Gotcha. I just haven't ordered them specifically. Up first, uh, Wonder Egg Priority. I think this show Great. is unbelievably slept on. Deserved a second season like no other anime I've ever seen and didn't get one. Astonishing animation. Like, so pretty. Pre, like, when every show had, like, animation this good. You haven't seen Madoka Magica Poilu Magi, have you? No. It's, you really should. Yeah? It's Wonder Egg Priority if it got finished. Wonder Egg Priority tackles such great themes in such a, like, mature and strong way. It's got, like, the characters are unbelievably, like, well-written and relatable. It's just so good. It's, like, it has everything. I've seen the first episode, like, a dozen times. I think it's a perfect first episode. Yeah. Um, up next, I have Death Note, because out of everything on this list, I could watch any episode of Death Note at any moment and just, like, not be like, oh, I'll skip it, or, yeah. like, it's the only one. Like, all the others, I'm like, I'll, I'll just watch the, I'll just get to the fucking fights, whatever. I would, I would rally against that a little bit. I would watch any episode that includes L. I'd watch any episode pre- L's They death. stop including yeah. L. Yeah. But otherwise, like, it doesn't need L. Like, I just love, I love Light. I love um, Ryuk. I love all that. I can watch any of them. It's my most rewatchable anime. I'm next to Full Metal Alchemist. Brotherhood. I can't believe I didn't put FMAB in there. It's just so good. It's, but that, like. It is. It's just, obje- it's objectively perfect. It's momentum and pacing is perfect. It's incredible. Tons of great characters. Tons of great fights. But, like. This will be the case with all of these. If someone's just like watching Full Metal Alchemist and it's a random episode in the middle, I'd be like, let's put on something I haven't seen. If you get to like the animal, uh, like yeah. the rhino. Yeah, arc. if it's just Ed fighting like a man who's a lion. Yeah. Get like get to a lust fight or the something. The heights are incredibly high in FMAB. Yeah. There's really no low lows, but like there's definitely a couple episodes. It's a 60 episode anime. Yeah. So there's a couple episodes in there where you're like, all right. It's a great journey from beginning to end because it's so built on intrigue. Yeah. Like every episode it like asks me a question and I'm like, Oh, I don't know. Like what, what's next? What are the answers? So going back to when like I didn't have the answers, but do now I'm like, it's this go to a fucking different. Yeah. yeah, Move on. It's a 10 out of 10 for sure. But yeah. Um, then I have Naruto almost strictly for like nostalgia. I do love Naruto. It's an imperfect anime, too much filler. Yeah. Great story, great characters, blah, blah, blah. Filler in the wrong way too. Yeah. Like filler definitely in the wrong way. Cause like they'll they'll do 30 seconds of like canon material that you have to watch. And then it's 12 minutes of filler. And then it's like 30. So like, it's really hard to skip the filler in Naruto. Yeah. Uh, I have Demon Slayer as like my final pick. It just like, borderline got me into anime as hard as I am into yeah. anime. Like Mugen Train, so good. Season two is so good. Even when it's not good, 
like even season three and season one are better than some other anime's best seasons. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's just so passionate. So great. My honorable mention other than Chainsaw Man, because I think one more season of Chainsaw Man, it dethrones Demon Slayer if it's as good as season one. If we ever get one more season of Chainsaw Man. If it ever happens. um, Honorable mention, Skate the Infinity. Also, also borderline a perfect season. Yeah. Like every episode's so engaging. Animation's great. Writing's great. Crazy twists sometimes. Have you seen it? No. Crazy skateboarding related twist yeah. that you wouldn't expect. I mean like a Mick twist. A mid twist? A Mick twist. Oh Mick twist. It's a skateboard. Oh I know. Oh you know I, I know you Rob Deerdick. Yeah. Um yeah, there it is. Love That's that. my list. Cool. We'll get to our second love letter here. So for our second question, Poet asks, with all the anime that are currently out, if you had never watched any anime, what would you want to be your starter anime? I think I think Chainsaw Man's a really good one, but I think I need someone to be like, get to episode five. Okay. Because I was going to say Demon Slayer, but I think Demon Slayer is too slow in the first season. I see. Here's my thing. I understand if somebody were to say Demon Slayer, because here's the thing. I feel like with anime, you should start formulaic and work your way towards. I mean, obviously you have a film yeah. degree and all that. So like you enjoy the more like fringe artistic, like, you know, like beautiful, engaging yeah. motion based things. But like for me, if it's like if I was restarting my anime journey, I would want something incredibly formulaic. And Chainsaw Man is not that. Yeah. So I'd be like, oh, what is going? Why does he want to touch yeah. boobs? True. Uh, you want. Like, yeah, be like it's subverting a trope. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So I want to understand the trope before yeah. I got to the subversion of it. So I would say, and this is such a basic answer, but like, I got to say, like, probably JJK. Because JJK, really? JJK is kind of what I, like, I started with Naruto. I like, JJK and Naruto have the similarities. JJK is closer to Bleach than it is to Naruto. But like, formulaic, done well, great fights, drag you in. And JJK subverts a lot of, like, a, a lot of, like, especially now in the manga, like, things that you would not have seen happening. Like, mm-hmm. like it is it is broken out of the formula almost entirely. It has created its new, like, its own formula. Yeah. Like, now every other manga for the next 10, 20 years is gonna be basing itself off the JJK formula because it's so vastly popular. But if I'm coming into anime now in this new era of uh-huh. formula, I wanna know what the formula is so I can know what to expect and move on from there and break out of it in things like Chainsaw Man or um, our, uh, what was that one that I liked with the crabs and the mushrooms? Oh, Tokyo Bisco or whatever? No, Sabuki Bisco. Sabuki things Bisco. Like that. I want to know the new gen formula before I break out of it. I think JJK is so not a beginner's anime. Like, Because it's you, so complicated? No, not even. I think it's too boring. I, I think it's weird and I think it's boring. Wildly different takes on JJK. I think it's weird and boring season one. Mm-hmm. Like, I think if. Like, to remind you, uh-huh. top three anime for me, Angel Beats, top four. <laughs> so, yeah, like. I, but I mean, right, okay. You have. You meet somebody. You meet one of, like, Dorothy's friends who's never seen anime before. Fuck, I didn't even put 86 in there. I know, I, th- I thought about it. Oh, I, I thought you 86. might. I love 86. You meet one of Dorothy's friends uh-huh. who, like, I'll even throw you a bone, it's a male. Okay. So they're predisposed to like fights. Mm-hmm. Um, You meet one of Dorothy's friends and they're like, I want to get into anime, but I don't know what one would be into it. Or you're like, you should get into anime. Here's the one. I feel like if you show them Jujutsu Kaisen, you're going to have to keep badgering them to keep watching it. I don't think Jujutsu Kaisen is a good beginner one. I think you're going to have to keep... I just don't agree with you. I think you're going to have to be like, 
it gets crazy season two. Season one was so well publicly received. I think it's so, I don't know if it's like a good new one. And I think I changed my answer. I think Attack on Titan's the perfect beginner anime of this generation because it's so not, it's not anime. It's anime in that like they do the screams, there's fights. It's like hyper intense. It's hyper emotion, but it's borderline like a survival horror. So like- But I would reckon more people watch just Attack on Titan than people who watch Attack on Titan and like other anime. You don't think it's a gateway anime? I don't think Attack on Titan is a gateway anime. I think it is enough. And I know I've said it's not, (laughs) but now that we've like laid out the other possibilities- I don't, I think JJK is weird because it's like, I think people are going to be like, this is too goofy. This is like, what, like there's a panda, like this is whack. The three goats of gateway anime of all time. Yeah. Dragon Ball, Sailor Moon, Demon Slayer. For children. I guess. We were all kids when I we got into so it. I have so many friends who only watch Attack on Titan. And like a yeah. lot of people in the anime community watch Attack on Titan because it's objectively pretty good. But now it's over. I think maybe we'll see a great migration. But to what? But to what? If you like Attack on Titan, what else do you watch? Demon Slayer, Chainsaw Man. I think the other big ones. Like Jujutsu, Jujutsu Kaisen is a great one after a beginner anime. But the thing is, Attack on Titan and Demon Slayer, massively different stories. But they're anime. But that's the thing. But it's th- a medium. They're all, it's like, it's not a genre. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like, oh, you like Saw, watch Hostel. It's, oh, you like, you saw Finding Nemo and you like movies, Here's another movie in general. You know, here's Ponyo. You could be like, here's Ponyo. Yeah. Or, but like, no, you could be like, like a live action kids movie. Like, that's the difference. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I just think, I think Attack on Titan doesn't translate well to other enjoyments of anime. I don't think JJ, JJK is so weird as an intro anime. I, like, I started with Naruto and Sword Art Online, and then I watched High School DXD. But you were a child. I was 17. I was eight when I started watching Naruto. There you go. I guess. So you didn't start with High School DxD. I got there eventually. You started eight years after. High School DxD was the third anime I ever watched. Nine years after watching anime. Yeah. Yeah. Was like, I, okay, I didn't finish Naruto until I turned 16. Who's, I watched it at night on Adult Swim, got to like, I think I got to like the Sasuke Retrieval arc, dropped it because my friend was like, anime's weird. And then I didn't pick anime back up until I turned 16. You have Dorothy's mom. And you have to convince her to watch an anime. Yeah. Me and Jenny just chilling. Yeah. Love that. And a mom's a bad example. Someone your age, but all of your friends watch anime. Not true. Yeah. Not true at all. Who doesn't that I know? Who doesn't watch anime that we know? Yeah. Uh, Rodney. Really? Yeah, Rodney does watch anime. What's an anime you suggest Rodney? Uh, he likes weird things. I honestly, oh, this is going to sound racial, but I feel like he would enjoy Afro Samurai. Cause he likes that's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't think that's not, that I feel like it is racial, but it is fair to be like, Oh, here's one of the few black well, I just, protagonists. I, just, I know anime. he likes boondocks a yeah, lot. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, I was like trying to think of like an animated TV show that I know he likes. And but, people think of boondocks like an American anime, but black samurais, like a good one for anyone to be yeah. like, because it's like pretty grounded. It's just a samurai. It's just an action one. Yeah. It's not like, a weird fucking, here's a bunch of crazy power systems and pandas are real for no reason. Real. Humans. I get, I don't Panda know. speak. I guess. I just, I just, I don't think Attack on Titan for me is an intro anime. Gotcha. I think it's a thing that like, it's like your one friend who doesn't watch anime. When you tell them what you do, they're like, oh, I watch Attack on Titan. And I, it's like, yeah, but you watch nothing else. I guess we tackled it different where you're like the one I'd want someone to show me first. And I'm like the one most likely to get me into anime. Yeah. 
And the most the one most likely to get me into anime, JJK. Because yeah. that's gotcha. what Naruto did, and Naruto and JJK are vaguely similar. Gotcha. Cool. Not my hero? No. Because it's just Naruto? Because it's just Sky High. But it's Naruto Sky it's High. It's Sky High. It's the same as Naruto. Listen, I loved Sky High. Yeah. Sky High introduced me to the, oh, what was her name? Who's the main, the love? Mary Elizabeth Ooh, Winstead? I had a big crush on her growing yeah. up. Big. She's in Scott Pilgrim. I know. Yeah. And in Scott Pilgrim again. Yeah, she's She's hot. also married to Ewan McGregor. Good for her. Isn't that wild? What a pull for both of them. Isn't that fucking crazy? Yeah. Uh, All right. And that's all we have, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, That was our pulp culture hour, I guess. Uh, Make sure you guys follow us on all of the other socials. Make sure if you want extra content, two extra videos a month, either join the Patreon if that's easier or become a YouTube member. Uh, But if you do become a YouTube member, that means you get access to the live broadcast as well. Unfortunately, we have absolutely no idea how to live broadcast the Patreon and YouTube simultaneously. So, I mean, I guess there is technically more to the YouTube membership than there is Patreon. But we wanted to give you guys as many possible avenues as possible. Uh, outside of that, follow the TikTok, follow the Instagram, follow me, and I'm NCHammer23, also known as the Weeb Commander. Uh, and Daniel. I am... Honey Boy. I'm Honey Boy. I am Queen Bee, and I will be addressed as such. Bingo. Um, also, Danny Mata. Uh, also, Demot3. No, Demata3 on TikTok. I and even you don't. Such. I think you can just look up Danny Mata on everything, honestly, and I'll be there. You're the only one. Yeah. I'm the only, like, big one. You know, they're, you know, they're I'm OG. I'm a big guy. They're huge. I'm a huge. Somebody, oh my God. I'm a huge honey sucking guy, Before baby. we ended the show, yep. somebody was like, uh, on TikTok, somebody was like, isn't Nick 5'4"? How tall is Danny? And I was like, Nick is 5'8". And Danny is like 5'8.5". I'm a big guy. You're massive. I'm huge. I'm You're, a big, a honey sucking boy. Neither of us are big. Like, I, like I'm bigger than him. Wide wise, he's slightly taller than I'm me. bigger than you height wise, baby. Mm. I'm big in honey. You're I'm big in honey stocks. Oh, you are in honey stocks. In honey stocks are booming. But that's all I'm we got, ladies and gentlemen. Bye. We love you. Mwah. And now for my next number, I'd like to return to the